2: Your digital water cooler.
3: There will be no introduction to this space. We, We're gon, we going to get this shit done as quick as possible. All of y'all that don't get a chance to speak. Hey, we'll talk We'll talk in a few nights. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, so... I'm not going to go into the, uh, the specifics and give a recap of this game right now because uh, we, we need to use our time wisely and go into uh, the frustrating parts of losing a game like this. But before I do that, before I do that, I'm going to bring Devontae Graham's defense attorney up here right now to defend him because if anyone needs an attorney or a basketball attorney right now, it's Devontae. I don't have to tell y'all about how the game went. Y'all watch the game. If you didn't watch the game, you see you seen the box score. You see, you know what's going on. Everett, defend your client.
4: Hey man, my man's in a slump right now, all right? He's in a slump. He's he's in a shooting slump. At least he's not in a Garrett Temple slump and making dumbass passes and plays and crucial times. My man just he's in a shooting slump. He's hesitating, you know. He's probably hearing all of the the outcry for him to get freaking uh, thrown out the building, and he's making him hesitate. He's in his own head right now, and that, and that's what it is. That's that's.
3: <sighs> my man's that's, that the, that's the best. That's the best. That's the best argument you got for your my, client.
4: My argument for my client is: they say shooters going to shoot themselves into a slump, and he's going to shoot himself out of it. He's going to do it. He's going to take the all star break, get his head right. And he's going to come back even stronger after the All Star break. So, if anybody on the team needs that this break coming up, I'm going to say Devontae does. He'll
3: be okay. I don't think you believe that. I'm, okay. just, I'm just going to look you square. I'm going to look you square into your avatar and say, I don't think you believe that. But that's okay. Um, uh, I appreciate the positivity. Yo, shout out to uh, Sports Drink uh, once again for pulling up. I'm going to actually let y'all talk this time. So, um, I think that's a nice thing to do um <laughs> sports drink what's happening man
5: what's good chris
3: how are you that, that that's not the way to start you know you know how i'm doing you you know exactly how i'm doing as you know you know i'm irritated why why would you ask that question man? i just sports drink why would you do that
5: i i just don't know
3: we're supposed to have a partnership man <laughs>
5: I'll do what I can to support you. You're doing what you can to support us. I just, I, I just don't know what Devonte Graham brings to the table if he's shooting 32 percent from the field. I, I just, he can't, he can't cut it on defense. I, I I'm gonna let people that have uh, been up here a little bit more often. But uh, w- Willie's insistence to play him throughout his slump, I understand. His insistence to play Garrett Temple makes uh, uh, me question. Uh, a a couple of things on his competence and not not overall, but just the way that he handles players that he seems to trust versus guys that he's willing to give run. I just, I don't know why we don't see Trey Murphy out there.
4: In my Uh, client's defense. Everett,
5: Everett, Everett.
3: Last hit, last No, Everett, no. No, I don't want to hear you defend Devontae Graham anymore. That, that, that is the end. That is the end. I'm tired of talking about struggling players, but you know what? Unfortunately, that's that's where we're at at the end of the day i've been um really against trying to give willie green any type of criticism i've been trying my hardest not to do it uh not to nitpick because the team i didn't expect them to even be in this situation the way they started but you know i think it's i do think you know it's fair at this point to wonder about some things like yo tyus jones is kicking your ass on screens consistently why at any point is garrett temple the answer Garrett Temple's thirty-five years years fucking old. Why is Garrett Temple the answer? Garrett Temple is shooting thirty-two percent from three right now. Why is that the answer? Brandon Clark is, st- is standing in the middle in the in the middle of the paint when T.J. McCullum has the basketball. Gary Clark is being I- completely ignored, like like five be ignoring the people that be calling him, like in the middle of the spaces. Why I, I don't. I, now I want people to make it make sense to me because there was a point in time where I felt like, all right, there's a message to be sent here. But now we got some real questions because <laughs> it's unfortunate Like you played a team tonight that out, you know, that outworked worked you and look to, you know, to an extent, like I get it. It, it technically is the second night of a back to back. Okay, cool. But you just beat the shit out of the previous team that was in it. So you had a little bit of time to rest, but okay. The energy ain't there. And it was clear. They were watching. They were, everybody was getting out of work. Jonas looked tired. B.I. looked irritated. B.I. looked tired. The only people with energy, with consistent energy throughout the game, looked looked to be Billy, C.J., and Jackson. I mean, for the most part, that was like everybody else seemed seemed to come and go. So you got a 21-year-old, a 22, however old Trey Murphy is sitting over there. You were getting beat athletically. Like, you got beat up on the board. You got you got beat up by by Jaron Jackson Jr., Stephen Adams, Jaren anybody that wanted to come in and try to grab, they grabbed 18 offensive rebounds. And you got a six eight six nine three three-point shooting defender, right, who's lauded for for his ability as a 3 and D player, whose last few, the last few times we've seen him, he played pretty well, he's still glued to the bench. Tonight was the perfect night to put him out there. You needed energy. You needed fight. Najee Marshall, another guy, maybe maybe for a few minutes. I, I'm not – Gary Clark, Garrett Temple, and I get Devontae, but I really don't understand Garrett Temple and uh, Gary Clark at this point. I, I, I just – I don't see a way to, that Devontae Graham is out of rotation. But those – I don't – we got to figure out what the hell's going on with Trey Murphy. Five, what's up?
6: Hold on. Man, look, um, I want somebody to love me like Willie Green loves Garrett Temple. That that's what I want. Like in my life, like I really want somebody to love me like Garrett Willie Green loves Garrett Temple, because that, that makes no sense. Like he gets so many chances. He gets to go out there and cheat however, however, whoever he wants to, and Willie gonna let him play. Willie gonna let him do what he wanna do. You know what I'm saying? Just let me be. Just let me be me, and and, and we can move forward. Like, like, I'm tired of seeing him play. Like, like, it doesn't make sense. Like, there's nothing. I know he scored eight points in a row last game. I understand, but that was in the fourth quarter of a blowout. He gives you nothing, bro. He's getting killed in a pick and roll. Tyus Jones has 27 points. Like, at some point, you got to let it go. Devontae Graham's getting killed. Oh, you know what? I'm tired of talking, uh, talking about Devontae. I'm low-key tired, about, tired of talking about... Uh, Garrett Temple because it, it just doesn't make sense. Uh, Garrett Clark, I get it. Like, like Chad says, he's not a 21st century athlete. Like, I don't really want to see him play. Yo, know, I'd rather see Trey mess up. I'd rather see Najee mess up. I'd rather see those cats mess up in, in a competitive game where these cats didn't even have their best player on the court.
3: So, and they didn't, and, and it wasn't like they played a great game of basketball, dog. Like, Memphis, Memphis shot. 63% from the free throw line, bro. They they shot like less than, if I'm right, I think less than 30% from three. You know what I mean? 25%. Like, yeah, 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 like it wasn't, they 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 didn't put on a master class. You know what I'm saying? Like, how do we I, I, go, I don't.
6: Chris, how do we go from shooting 45% from three to 15? Like, the goal didn't change. It was just one night.
7: <laughs>
3: well, I mean, look. CJ didn't shoot the ball. Nobody, nobody shot the fucking ball well, well tonight. I mean, to be honest, but um, it's glaring when you could have used some type of boost, man. You could have used some type of boost in this game. That this would have been the night to throw somebody to throw somebody else out there that just wasn't going to allow Memphis to do what do whatever they wanted at certain time, certain parts of the you know of the game. They just didn't have enough of it. Um, Kai, I know you said you don't you don't have long. I'm gonna get some more as many of, of y'all as I can up here. Uh, Cause shit, I, I I feel like the pelicans. I I don't have energy right now. Kai, what's up,
8: man? Willie Green rotations. If we' being honest, has been shit the entire year. And this trade thing, it doesn't make any sense because if y'all remember the first, I don't say five games of the season, he was closing games with Trey. Then all of a sudden, he just stopped playing the kid. Y'all, anybody remember that Trey was closing games. He was, and then you just fucking stop playing a kid, okay? And this Temple thing, like, there's no reason to play Temple. It's game 58. You have enough data to show this team is not good with him on the court. He should not be fucking playing. We all see this shit, and they keep doing this shit. And I'm just like, what the fuck are we watching? And don't and look, Graham, he he not hitting shots, bro. He not hitting shots right now since he's not hitting shots. You can't play him if you can't hit open shots as an NBA player. You cannot fucking touch the court. That's it's simple shit, bro. And them keep going with this loyalty shit because well they're vet and I got faith in you. I understand that. I really fucking do. But no, you're not hitting shots. Also, it's a back to back. If it's a back to back and you see dudes got slow legs, you gotta play Trey. You play Najee. You play them dudes. Like what the fuck was that shit? I gotta go. I gotta watch Bluey. All right, y'all be y'all be good.
3: <laughs> I, you know, I feel like man, if Jose Alvarado, if you cut if you cut Jose's minutes tonight and you gave Jose eight minutes, if if you can make that adjustment and say, and I, I don't know why why that was the case, but to me it just looked as if maybe maybe Memphis's combination of size and athleticism stood in the way. But if you could do that, you could have made an adjustment to play either Ornagy or Trey. I'm focusing on Trey. That's because that's what the investment is. You could have played either or. Jones, what's up?
9: <laughs> Man, uh, th- there they hadn't been too many games like this this year, but this is definitely Willie's worst loss. Like, uh, this is 100% on him. His substitutions were terrible. We, you know, going in, we've been busting Memphis's ass for like the last three, four years. Busting the ass. They finally start getting getting together as a team. They're playing with consistency. They're playing with IQ. They were coming in looking to beat us. It would have been way worse with Ja. But you know all of this going in as a coach, and then the first thing you do is you put out the shit lineup. You 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 put out the lineup where there's no defense, and we get off to a slow start, slow slash shit start, to be honest with you. And then you start substituting Jackson and and. Memphis is already on the run it looks bad CJ's out there and look I CJ I didn't think he shot great tonight but I thought he made a bunch of really good shots for himself uh I thought he played with a lot of energy on both sides of the ball but I saw I saw Garrett Temple do nothing and like consistently do nothing then I see Jose come in for eight – I don't know how many minutes it was. I don't think it was really eight. But it was just a few handful of minutes. And I see him pressing guys up and playing defense. And then you pull him out to put tempo back in?
3: Nah, come it, on, it man. Was, like...
10: There was
3: a period <laughs> – it was a, a possession in that fourth quarter where the ball rotates over the tempo in the corner. And he could shoot the three. Okay. Now, he's not shooting the ball well right now. So, obviously, he, he's gonna, he has no faith in the ball that's going in. So, 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 he hesitates, and he proceeds at that point to dribble the basketball. I, I, I don't know. I I, 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 haven't seen a professional dribble like a six-five dribble the ball like that on a closeout. I, I, I've not. I haven't <laughs> seen it. That was terrible. It, it was, it was really horrible looking. He gets caught into into a decision. He's not about to shoot the fucking floater, and they know he's not about to shoot the floater. He makes a terrible pass. It's a turnover. The crowd groans. And that's
9: pretty much the game
3: right then and there. It's over with. Um,
9: and, and Graham was no better, man. And you got Graham out here, you know he's in a slump right now. So you're going you're gonna to put him out there and put him with extra minutes? And there was there was one point where somehow the, the whole Memphis team is damn near in the paint. And Graham's by himself at the line and barely clips the rim barely, I was like I was like, oh shit, this, this is gonna be that kind of night for him tonight and it was, it was just more of the same the man needs to go to the bench like it, it, I, the, the Trey thing, I have no idea what's going on, every time I brought up Trey everybody keeps telling me, Willie knows what he's doing Willie knows what he's doing, bro we we halfway into the season now all that, all that bullshit experimenting, all that I wanna teach this guy a lesson, if that's what it is That needs to go out the window. You need to teach this guy while he's playing. Teach him how to be a professional behind the scenes. But you got to do something because you're not helping your team. You can't leave that guy out there. We ain't got no – we ain't got sharpshooters just floating around on on the court, coming off the bench ready to just knock down threes.
5: Who you think we are? Yeah, this is good. It's
7: it's very hard
3: to watch to watch a team that needs shooting, that needs athleticism, and that needs defense in certain in certain areas. Um, especially on ball. Leave a guy on events that can shoot, that has that's that's athletic that can play on ball defense.
9: <laughs> Chris, I saw, I saw I saw Tony Snell who can catch and shoot, right? Get in a situation where you have to dribble the ball one time. One time. The ball just ricochets out and then goes off and there's a turnover. And I'm like, God, damn. I'm like, I I can get Trey to do that. I can get Trey to dribble the ball once. Come on, Tony, man. Like
3: Tony traveled on a on a on a fast break. Uh, it was it was some real dumb shit that
11: it did. It was a lot of
3: just crazy. Jackson Jackson gets the long rebound. He's looking down while he's dribbling up the court. Jose Alvarado is jumping up and down for the pass on him. It was some weird shit. Jones, I got to move forward. I'm, I'm getting. I got. You. I, I'm gonna need. Um, oh oh, I, you know what? Hey hey, Marissa, I, you you know what? You got nice shit to say. Welcome up. Um, put some put some life. Be the be the Trey Murphy that that, that, that we need to be put into the team. Give give this give this some life. Come on man, what's happening? What's happening?
7: Yeah, uh, too much life Cause I was sitting there, I don't know what I was actually watching. I just saw like a bunch of yellow lights just running up and down the court, and I I mean, I don't really have too much positive to say. So I don't think I'm being too much of a help to this space either. But um. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't see why, you know, it's got to be something that really, really seeing that we don't see. Like, why he's not playing trade? And I mean, I guess it could be a professionalism thing. I mean, the kid was just a rookie, and and maybe he just got to grow up. I mean, he got to earn his butt, and. We see the veterans out there; they're not really doing much either. Because I don't know how, as long as Garrett Temple's been playing, like, like how, you how you just committing mistakes like that, that? like rookie mistakes, and you like a thirteen year year that, that? Like short story, I actually went to school with Garrett. Like I'm like at least a couple of a couple of years under him; we were back and met together. Uh, I mean. So, yeah, that that I don't really understand that. And, and, and Graham, I think he's just going through a slump. He he looks a step slow. Me, he it could be an injury that's bothering him. Kept kept like rubbing his knee. It's a lie. And I I think people. I mean, the guys I kind of like like. There's also yeah, the they know, they know also the laws on real criminal but but Thursday we left the other Friday and this one they like the to you guys just have to keep the heat up again and like a little bit and hopefully we have their place management the second half Because right now we don't like and work it like it. I mean it should be around all the by one by young and am like the pretty much involved in all the days
3: and so um Oh, really? I really have have of I know, not I I no you know what you know here, what here here is here's Ryan, Ryan. Um 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 <laughs> um you you had you had you had me that you dropped you throughout the of January, January, January about a circle about 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 uh, about um Josh Hart, Josh Hart. I don't, I
12: don't. Was it that he was, 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 the, was the He said they Well, you just said he day. Day. He 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 just said it was better. It was completely ludicrous. Lakers. Can you apologize, to everyone in front of you, please? We're going to really make, my day, my night, my night. Ryan, Ryan. Well, um, uh, so what had happened was, uh, I was hacked, hacked. Hey, no. That's yeah. not that's not that's not that's not that's not sorry, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry i was, I was wrong. wrong i was wrong I was wrong about about Josh Josh not are better better than than i didn't I didn't not not CJ was yeah, in so, so good, so good. At get, at get in the real that was that, that was something that I I obviously, obviously you know, i not why i all that all out all that. I guess, right I, I, guess you I never saw, saw, right. saw him go to that much yeah, and, and so, so, weird. so weird. It's here, it's here. oh my oh my bro but I want I to I, the prop I not to see I, was like like the guy that that looked like look wanted easy one was was a crowd crowd We went down and down i I'm just gonna ask him whatever when I land, saying that's when what that's I like that we like, we could have stepped, could've stepped in. in. We were down, eight, down, eight, great great I feel like, I feel like, like, like somebody, somebody, Jackson, Jackson, and May Allen, challenge, shooting that that moment, moment, that moment uh, for the for Memphis, going back, yeah. going back in, and and I think and Curve, I think you you go 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 back go back out through but but that's where that's where I'm at, man, and I'm and I'm and I don't know, I don't know. I'm i i I'm, 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 I'm just like everybody else. I, I, I think, I the, think biggest, the biggest night tonight was was IQ. IQ we we made a lot made a lot of dumb plays. plays. Obvious obviously don't for take take the guys out there help me held accountable. Even if you are a few shots even shots even rebounds, you need rebound, rebound they weren't having that. Nobody would know grammar boards. We're one we're one of the best, of the best, teams best rebounding league in the league. 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 No, no one would know how much crash boards. I don't know how do know how that adjustment made. When when EI is bad bad game, I need any cracking boards. He's you know, damn near 772 man span. If you're not if you're not, oh well, oh well, and get ten boards. That's, that's that's a that's a correct direct from, Josh, from Josh, Josh, Hart. Josh Hart, not to bring not that, back that back up. He says if you're says not, doing well. not doing well, go get go 10 get boards. ten boards. Those ten <laughs> Those 10, boards. ten boards will, will do a lot, lot to your team. And that's what that's I, what, that's, what I, that's, kind of that's, that's the kind of thing that I that I that yeah. I see yeah. tonight yeah. tonight. Yeah. And um yeah. and I don't know and I don't know, man. I'm I am i just I know we won the last game, but I but I yeah, not like I I I'm I'm just, I'm I'm since, since jay's gotten here and i would, and I would love to there their their two main action. action and just and one real quick thing, thing on a, a lot of these plays, plays and, and AD, ad had pointed it, out, pointed it out tonight tonight they were not, they were not respecting gary gary clark which meant which meant that deandre, DeAndre hunter should could over, could over and help help cover and the eye I, I need the coach the coaching staff, staff and players to understand that when when that play that play is happening, happening. CJ, CJ can't be in the corner CJ, CJ needs to be on the wing next next to next BI whole pull that vendors for can get that space He's not, he's not. He's not getting that space to, space to operate, operate right, right now because they're not, because respect they're not respecting Gary Clark, Clark or DeRon Terry. But they'll respect CJ. So, so that. So that just means that 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 change needs to be said between, between, between CJ and Gary Clark. they need to say, Hey, look, switch with me, so we can give BI space. And that's the type of IQ thing that I'm not seeing so far. Uh, uh, because I don't think anybody on our team, if you think about it, think about it has really played with anybody at, at CJ's level. We're, we're a young team, and we haven't played with a very savvy, skilled veteran like CJ yet, and it takes time to adjust. And I, and I still believe in our team, but those are the conversations that need to happen. It's just basketball IQ stuff. I rest, I rest my case.
3: Yeah, Alexander-Walker is sitting cold, cold, cold as, as Utah. Cold as Utah. Uh,
12: not, uh, not getting minute. any minutes not not, not getting not
3: getting, not getting a single minute not, and i have to watch Garrett, Garrett temple no, dribble no, a no, basketball no. uh, uh patrick. patrick hello hello yo yep. yo. Yep. I don't even have a question, but go, go, yeah. go ahead. Yeah, I don't. I don't have a question.
11: Like, on the, on the trade thing, the frustrating part for me is when I look across the floor tonight and I see Zaire Williams starting and playing more than 20 minutes per game, like, the draft uh, info on Zaire was just how raw he is. You know, he's going to need a lot of seasoning. And Memphis, who has done a fantastic job in developing their young players, is out here giving him minutes and giving him high leverage minutes with starters. Like, he's learning how to play. Even though he's shooting under 30% from three, he's not, like, he probably... We'll get phased out as other guys come back, but like they're giving their young guys the full leash to go experience the NBA game. That's just what's frustrating to me. Like Gary Clark is on a two-way contract. He has no future with this team. You're going to tell me the difference in maybe like a half expected win in him and Trey Murphy is worth just completely punting his development for this year as far as getting NBA game reps. I just, I don't buy that when I see a guy like Zaire Williams getting these minutes on the third place team in the West.
12: Um,
3: I I, I think that's a good point, um, I I wish I had a, I mean, I'm trying to come up with a counterpoint. The only, the only thing I could really, I could really throw back there is that, is that Memphis is just such a, they're such a deep team that like Zaire's mistakes, they don't, they don't look as glaring and jump off the, you know, and jump off the page or uh, like there's no room to really give, to really give a scapegoat or, or to, uh, for anyone to really, for anyone's bad performance to really stick out, because they have so many different good good players, and they play like a like a team. You know what I mean? Like they just jives out tonight, and Tyus Jones just comes in. Um, they're they're also very well coached. They, they did a lot of things that San Antonio did. Um, with the way that they did, they attacked them the spots that they got to. I mean, that's the. I don't know, bro. I I, I really don't know. I, I really don't know because it's like. Nikil, one of the things you lose when you when you lose Josh and Nikil, either regardless, you lose multiple guards that like you you need another another somebody who can give you some type of juice or splash outside of whatever we're expecting Jose Alvarado and Jackson Hayes to give you. You need somebody, whether it be through shooting, whether it be through, you know, through creating. That's what they're missing. And I know for damn sure. It's not coming out of Gary Temple and it's not coming out of Gary Clark. I I, I don't, you know. So it, it's it's and maybe maybe it's a situation in which they need maybe the coaches need a fucking all star break too. I don't know, man. Uh, Chaz, what's up, man?
13: Yo, I've been I've been saying this. I but this is probably just like the hottest take I can say. I really never thought Willie Green was that good of a coach. Oh I God. think no. Hear me oh. out. Hear me out. Hear me out. This this is what I mean, though. This is what I mean. See, yo, oh emotional. Okay. All right. Hear look. Me out. Please, please. When Chans, I say that is, Chaz. Go ahead. Chaz. Go ahead.
3: Why? Why do we have to do that? Why do we have to go that? Far? No, no, no. Why they can't you just say you I'm don't agree? Him? Why does he have to? Why do you have to say you don't believe? No. You don't believe he's what a good I,
13: coach. What I'm saying is this. Everybody got different skill sets, right? Willie might be the guy who can, you know, get the most out of a, you know, not so. He can probably make certain guys underachieve, But he's a first-year coach. He probably doesn't have, like, the best assistants. You got Mike D'Antoni working remotely. So he's not really a skilled, like, tactician at this point. I think he has a lot of good qualities. But Willie is not a coach who's going to watch the game and be like, "All right, in the second half—that's what they're doing." Okay, so we about to start doing this. I—I haven't seen him do that this season. Like, I always go back to that Denver game. You know what? I'm wrong. I'm wrong. He did that with JV and uh, Jax in the second Denver game, where he had them switch off, and he had Jax as the primary on J- on uh, Jonas on uh, Jokic, and he had JV coming as, as help. That's like one of the only adjustments I've really recognized Willie make. Like he's just he's beholden to certain players for whatever reason. I don't know if like I can understand the Graham thing. I can even understand Gary Clark because you might want some size out there for as like a person with a little body mass out there. I can understand that, but with the Temple thing, the. It it just don't make no sense. It it don't make any sense whatsoever. Like it don't make any sense whatsoever. Like and truthfully, I, I think even with a game like this, yeah, we we beating Willie down, we beat D G down, and but I heard I heard Ryan mention it. Yo, a game like tonight, bi, I last game was pretty solid, but he got to figure it out. You know, he got to figure it out. And I believe he's gonna figure it out, but he's had three rough games out of four. Three rough fucking games, what, Chaz.
3: But but I feel like that's I feel like that's unfair, and, and only and I'm a I gotta I'm a lead it, lead it to Chuck at some point. I mm-hmm. I'm still like I, I don't know if I'm more confused about Trey Murphy not playing or you saying that 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 you never thought Willie Green was a really good coach.
14: No,
13: I, I never have... thought he was like some tactical great because you gotta remember he inherited. The stats he has now. They didn't Whoever called them. him, but but who called him a tactician?
3: Who who said who said he but was? But fuck,
13: key? what makes a coach a good coach? Just you can get, you can make any like yeah, you can be an inspiring guy, but at a certain point, you got to know how to make adjustments to what's working and what's not working. How, like, how do we know? How do we know what adjustments he's
3: making and what and what adjustments he's not though, bro? Like how do we how do we know that? I mean, sure? we Say we know he's
13: not adjusting the rotations.
3: I I mean, look. And in some cases, in some cases he has. In some cases, he ha- in some cases he has. I don't. I don't understand this aspect of it. But it's not like he hasn't. He hasn't ingested the rotations in other areas throughout the year.
13: But I, I mean, said we can't. We can't say that you he know got I mean? a shorter leash with certain guys than he does for other people, and that's that's what I always thought wasn't cool. Because with Nikhil, he was quick to you know kind of pull Nikhil out of the starting lineup and cut his minutes. Cool, but. There's certain shit you just can't justify, and it always goes back to yo. Kyra don't get hurt. Uh, Saddle don't get hurt. We never see. Um, we never see Jose. Heart don't go down. We never see her. Like we just never see these guys. uh
3: okay. Uh, Chuck. Yo, man, you said you said something in the um uh, in the uh, group. You said that that B.I. let the officials or he seemed to to, to let the officials get to him a little bit. Um, Do you I definitely I mean, I don't know how much how much necessarily it it was simply the officials or what exactly it was. But but you can definitely see he just something was off. He looked a little tired. He looked he looked irritated. He just didn't seem 100 percent like himself today. Something something was bothering him. You want to you want to go a little bit further into that?
15: Yeah, man, from my perspective, I feel like it's a. I feel like it's an officiating thing. Like, at least that's the bulk of it, you know what I'm saying? There may be other shit going on, you know what I'm saying, behind the scenes. You never can know everything going on in somebody's head. But, like, the easiest thing that I can point out is the officiating, man. It's like when you're a player, especially a player of his caliber, you know what I'm saying, and, and you get ref the way you do, it's just kind of crazy, you know what I'm saying? Like, dudes, is, they're grabbing you all night, you know what I'm saying? They... You know what I'm saying? They, they hip-checking, giving moving screens on your guys, you know what I mean? And, and and no calls are being made, but yet on the other end, you're getting these little silly little touch fouls on everything, you know what I mean? And uh, I feel like tonight was really bad, but it's it's been an ongoing thing. It's game after game after game after game. And I feel like tonight it kind of all piled up for him, and he was just like, I don't know, by like the by like midway through like the second or so, it just seemed like he was gone, bro. Like he he wasn't he wasn't really there. Like and then like I seen uh what was it, man? When he got when he got hit, when he got like hit in the jaw or whatever, right? And I'm like, okay, you feel me? It looked like we about to get pissed off BI. I love pissed off BI. But we ain't get pissed off BI. We just got irritated BI. And irritated BI is probably like my least favorite version of Dude, cause he just not he not he not really gonna be Locked in, and that's the thing that's made him special this year is how locked in he has been. You know what I'm saying? From wire to wire, he's able to, you know what I'm saying, be effective, score the ball in many ways, get the guys involved. But when he ain't fully locked in, you can see he 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 been playing maybe like sixteen at best out of the twenty four seconds of a possession, and it's just I don't know, man. It's it's it's, uh, it's you know, but stuff. you know, it's
3: tough though. I Me, mean, you have to you have to assume that the other guys struggling the way they are. It, it, is also weighing on him, right? I mean, there's absolutely, there's, absolutely, there, there's a absolutely. lot of plays that you know that he does end up making. I mean, he could have had he could have had four to five more more assists tonight if guys ends up making their shots wide <laughs> open shots, you know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, it gets to a point to where, like, <laughs> I mean, I saw Garrett Temple was open, was open a couple times, he looked him off. He, I mean, and if you were him, what would you do? You know what I'm saying? But, um, on top of the coverages that, that these defenses are giving him. You know, consistently. I mean, you know, we're talking about it. They gave CJ and B.I. the same look the whole game. Whoever was the center was standing, was standing in the middle of the paint unless unless J V or uh or if it wasn't that, even if even even if they had somebody, somebody down posting up, whoever whoever was at the top of the key that was supposed to space the floor, all the spacing was fucked up. Because they were they were gonna play CJ and BI's driving and leave one or two shooters open and most of the, and a good majority of them damn lineups, he had either Garrett Temple. Well, yeah, they, they they all had Garrett Temple, Devontae Graham, or Gary Clark on the floor and teams are going to live with that. So they, they gotta, they gotta figure that out. And I don't know if you have a, you know, I don't know if it's going to be figured out right away, you know, this year, or for you, you know, you addressed it in the off season, but dog, um, against good teams, you're gonna be now. The good thing about it is they. I mean, I think record-wise, they play a lot of bad teams after the All Star Break. Somewhere, it's some. There's some point period coming up to where the the schedule isn't all that crazy. But like you, you're gonna play good basketball teams that are going to give you these these same looks. Guys are gonna to have to hit shots. Uh, Silver Fox, what's happening, dog? Hey, y'all
6: hear me? Yeah. Okay. Hey, I, can, I got a, I got a question, man. Like I know. It'd be media people in here, like Schmidt, Dua, and I think um, Christian Clark. Um, I'm not sure if you've the been there before, but I could be tripping. But has anybody ever asked Willie Green in the post game, like you know, in game, like why you not playing Trey Murphy?
3: Um, anybody, anybody off the top of your head, remember that question being asked? I don't. I I don't know if it's something that I that I remember that I can come up with.
11: Um. I, I remember once it was brought up and like, but it was all very vague about like, oh, like, you know, Trey, like where like he's working in practice, like he knows what he needs to do. Like, there's no real specifics given. and I wouldn't expect him to give specifics. I think that's put it. I think he views that would be putting like too much pressure on the players.
3: Yeah. I, I mean, and even, and the problem with that Fox is like, even if like, I was thinking about that. If you ask that, like, how do you even pose that question without coming across the Willie, unless you insult somebody Rocky, what's up?
1: Uh, hey, um, so I want to answer that one right there. So I, I watched the actual press conference when they asked him about that. Um, he really kind of like dodged that question and basically said it was conversations that he had between him and a player that he wasn't going to discuss with the media.
3: Uh, interesting. Uh, yeah, interesting. Yeah, that's that's news to me. Fox, you want to respond to that?
13: I mean,
6: I get it. I get it how that could be taboo or whatever, man. But, like, I don't know. I just watch other, like, media places in different cities, and they will ask these questions. And I understand we try to, you know, have a good, you know, reputation and, you know, good, I don't know, like, something good with the, with the coaches. But I just don't get why he's not playing, it, man. Like, I, I just can't. I, I don't get it. You know, like. It's
3: just crazy to see, you know. Uh, I, I listen, I, I have no arguments here, champ. Champ, what's up, man? You normally what's have good? you, you, you normally have a uh, comedy, uh, or or comedic style answers, statements that that uh brings yeah. light to the party. What's happening?
14: Um, Garrett Temple needs to sit next to me during these games for now on. and. And I sitting my fat ass down in front of the television so he can sit right next to me. We can pop some popcorn and let the real ballers actually go. And well, we can sit there and watch. But um, other than that, my guys, um, the best thing about tonight, the day over with. We ain't got to worry about the shit no more. Got our ass beat by a team we usually beat. Um, basically, I'm pretty sure they got tired of getting their ass beat by us and they came out there from the jump and made it so. So, we got one more game left before the uh, All Star break. It's against Luka and Dallas. Um, I don't want to be the ne- a negative motherfucker, but uh, <clears throat> whew, that might be rough. Trey. Of, of all the rookies that's played so far this season, why is he the least played player of the draft class? I don't know who put that up there a couple days ago, the minutes played by rookies, but Trey Murphy is so low. He's like the second-to-last name on that list. And it's just baffling to me as to why a rookie of like, his caliber is getting no PT while they got other players – in a thousands of minutes, getting valuable experience while we got a baby, baby I rookie, the one we traded back for. <clears throat> like yeah, we we wanted him, but at seventeen, all right, he's seventeen, but they got people behind him starting. Can, can we get this man In at least twenty minutes? I will. I run down I ten naked. If he get more than 20 minutes in the Please don't. Please don't. Please don't. Hey, look. Hey, hey. when that CJ McCollum trade went down, you know, I'm still on that shit list with my girl. So, uh... You know what I'm saying?
3: (laughs) Hey, man. Look, man, I I definitely appreciate that. Um,
11: Real... yeah, um...
16: Oh, my bad, nah, you good oh, my bad Um So, you know how we like to call people by the, the government names, and uh, Devontae Terrell Graham has got to, uh... I don't know. I don't, I was gonna say he gotta figure it out, but... And, and you know what? I, I agree with Everett as far as him, you know, shooting himself out of it. That's really the only way he's gonna get out of it, but maybe he can shoot himself out of it from the bench. I don't know, but um... And as far as, uh... Garrett Bartholomew Temple. That man Ain't it,
3: is that is that really his middle name? That's really yeah, yeah, his real name, bro. He, he
16: dressed he dressed, is, bro. he
3: dressed he dressed like that's his middle name. He dressed that, like that a Bartholomew. That Bartholomew. I, um,
16: that's he needs that's to be crazy. Somewhere, you know, passing the collection plate around, or, you know, cleaning up between the pews, or you know, something not on my basket. Cleaning team. up between the what? The pews at the church, my brother.
14: Got gotcha. <laughs> Go
16: ahead. Um. Yeah, uh, it's just, I really don't understand the thing with Trey, and I don't think that we will actually ever get an answer to why he's not uh, playing. You know, I don't think they'll ever ever publicly come out and be like, look, this is the deal. Uh, we hate him, so we're not going to play him. Like, <laughs> I don't think they're ever talking. Right.
3: So, so you're wasting um, your time even, you know, even trying to creatively, like, you gotta you gotta try yeah. to, like, even if you creatively try to come up with a, you know, with a question like, you know, what's... I mean, do you do you honestly believe Willie or anybody there is gonna is gonna give you an answer? You know, I mean that that's the that's the. I mean, that doesn't mean you shouldn't you shouldn't ask, but you know what I'm saying. That's the reality of it. You
16: know, I see a lot of people, you know, asking Christian and whoever else to to ask them. But I mean, you know, if they ask the man point blank, like he's gonna keep dancing around the question, like they're never gonna tell us. But um, you know, whatever it is, they need to figure that out. And what was this? Yeah, game fifty eight. Like I don't understand why why he's getting all these DNPs like especially if we're struggling like it won't hurt to put him out there if we already shoot bad like he's he can't do any worse than than Bartholomew at this point so I mean like y'all like we say every night like we'd rather see the rookie out there messing up than to see Garrett Temple 13 years into the game um out there just thinking up the place every single night man I don't I don't, I don't get it but you know I, I try to stay positive but hey
3: they got they they got some shit to figure out man cuz they can cuz even e- even past the shooting even past some of the some of the areas you know of them being out while work tonight like they can't guard point guards right now like mm-hmm. if you if you have a center if you if if you have a center that's able to set even half a screen they're going to be in trouble um especially yeah, if to... that yeah go
16: ahead I I was just going to say um I wanted to answer uh sports drinks question you know he was asking uh, you know what does Devontae Terrell Graham bring to the table if he's not making those no shots? And the answer is absolutely nothing. Like the dude, if he's not making the shots, he's he's useless. Um, and I like Devonte, but uh, he has suddenly become so trash. I just don't know what happened. It's like he used up all his superpowers on those two game winners he had earlier in the season, and now that's that's all we're gonna get out of him. Like I I don't know,
3: but so. So I'm curious, like, because what I want to know is, I mean, I, I'm I'm solution based. I want to know what people what people if you were in Willie Green's shoes, like I want to know what changes, what realistic changes do you think you can make or you wouldn't make? Because like, you know, uh, there are certain things that we know just simply just it's not happening. Right. Like Jose Alvarado. Mm-hmm needed to be in the game, if it wasn't for any reason, just to guard Tyus Jones. And I can't believe I'm even fucking saying that. But <laughs> but that's the truth. Like, there was nobody, we should not have been in a period, in, in a point of a game, where Willie Willie was like, yo, Garrett, go guard go guard Tyus Jones, <laughs> man. <laughs> we shouldn't have been there, man. We cannot be in those situations. Like, that cannot be the answer, dog. It was like, I thought Willie was coming out. No. I thought Willie was coming out. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. I, I thought Garrett was coming out. And he was like, no. In the first possession, you know, he guarded him well. But as soon as that screen came, it was over. They got the switch. And It's like, bro, why is Garrett still? Why do we have this man? He don't even want to be in that position. You think? You think he's not thinking it. in his head? I'm too old for this shit. If this don't make <laughs> Garrett, if, if this don't make Garrett want to retire from basketball, I don't know what else. Like, they're they gonna drive that man straight out the game, dog. He's not. Do we know how
16: gonna... many years he has on his contract?
3: Two. Many,
16: facts. <laughs> uh, I'm done, man. I'm stepping down.
3: <laughs> James uh, and Charles Quellman I'm coming to y'all. Ricky, I see all y'all requesting. I'm gonna try to get as many of y'all following. Of course, I'm gonna get y'all up here. I, I'm gonna I'm start asking as many people the same fucking question. Uh, a, a, everybody, everybody saying that 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 they want changes and they know they they feel like they know how they would do it. And Chad say Willie Green can't coach and he could take his job and. Um, you know, all, all that shit. But I want to know, James, what? if you were if you were Willie Green, give me some give me realistic changes that that you would make. But I need like detail. I need minutes.
17: Well, well see, that was the thing. I was I would go speak to something else. But uh I because I honestly don't know what it is. What's the answer? Because everybody said well obviously the easiest fix is send Devontae Graham to the bench and have him lead the offense, but he can't lead the offense. Like that's not his. He's not a person that can get his own shot. Like he is a spot up shooter. So even then, that's why I said that don't don't start Jose. Keep him on the bench because he'll have to be the one to facilitate the ball to uh to Graham. Because if if, if it's not him, then there's nobody that else could that could get him the ball. I'll just go say as far like with the Willie Green point. I have held back on criticizing him. Uh, simply. Because of the fact that early in the season, the team that was giving him, I was just like, look it, what he, he working with a lot of less stuff than we actually think he is like to do the stuff that he want to do. And even with the CJ trade, you know, I'm not com- you know upset about giving up Josh Hart, but the one thing that you thought that you were gonna have a saving grace was Larry Nance. and a lot of the stuff that you would probably get from Hart, you can get that from Nance with just on, as a bigger person. You don't have that, and you have to rely on Snell. So I'm, I'm still kind of you know just holding back on it. I get everybody upset with Willie, and yeah, I would say this is probably his worst game so far. But to get to the point that saying that you know he hasn't been that good of a coach, I, I think is kind of you know I don't like that because he's to me as far as what he's done as a rookie coach has been a lot better than I could have imagined, or most of us like. You say again, we got buy-in. Like that's what we've wanting for the last three years. He has done that. He has gotten more out of some of these dudes that no other coach has been able to get out of them. So I, I'm not. It's hard for me to sit there and really, kill him in that. And one more thing that I'll go point to. Somebody said, well, look at Memphis. They playing a young guy. He's playing because the people got hurt. Like it wasn't like, oh, hey, I'm going to start him. No, he got there's injuries that allowed him to play the minutes. Like that's the difference. It wasn't like they just chose him, so to kinda of use that against Willie, I think, you know, is crazy in a sense because he had we had shown to show other people the ability to play. Like Garrett Clark is a G League player, he's played him. He said they, they said earlier that even before the season, Hurt he wanted to start Herb. Like it wasn't because oh I was starting he he literally wanted to start Herb and then I guess the Josh Hart injury kind of just like the second game allowed him to have that kind of just say, Fuck it. I'm gonna start him, so it's it's kind of feel like people talking out their side of their mouth when they say, "Oh, he don't want to play young players when he is playing young players." Maybe there's something about this going on with trade that we just don't know, which sucks. Like I, I don't know. Like I want him to play. I believe I'm with y'all that if we are missing shooting and we don't have shooting, and the one person that's on the team that was brought in for shooting, and people say probably was the best shooter, three-point shooter in the um in the draft. Like he should be playing over some of the guys that's not making the point, making the uh, shots. But it has to be something. Like I just can't believe that. What seeing from what Willie that he's just doing that because, like, fuck Trey, or he just don't see that what Trey could could give us. It has to be something. Like I've seen too much from Willie to just believe he's just doing shit just to be doing shit.
3: Um, speaking of speaking of Willie or, or Billy. Billy Hernan Gomez had one of the best post moves that I've seen this year. Um, <laughs> I, you know, I gotta gotta give him some love, man. He he played really well today. Did the best that he could. Um, I just there is there is so many. It's hard to even. It's hard to even to even look at some of the positive parts in this game, man. Because if you and you can't we can't keep having these conversations. You know what I'm saying? You got Dallas coming up Thursday and then you got and then the first game out of the All-Star break, you gotta play Phoenix. Like, no, I do I I I do not want to see Chris Paul dribble, 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 dribble. Oh wow, I'm getting I'm getting messages now. I'm getting DMs uh from uh Minnesota Timberwolves fans. Hold on. Hey, hey ain't that some shit. Like I got Timberwolves fans wanna talk to me, man. Quail, man, if you, were, if you were Willie Green right now, what changes would you make? It could be Thursday. It could be after the All-Star break. What changes would you make?
0: I mean, tonight I, 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 I wouldn't play Devontae Graham and Jose backcourt. That is the smallest backcourt I've ever seen. Um, and, and especially when Devontae's not shooting and hitting the shots, it's like, what's the point? Because like Rel said earlier, everyone said earlier, like he's not bringing anything else to the table. He's, like, a spacer that can't space, you know, can't shoot. Um, I I felt like the rebounding was, like, piss poor today. Like, offensive, like, defensive rebounds, we couldn't grab a damn board if our life depended on it. Like, I don't know if they were gassed from last night or what, but Jonas was getting out, he was getting schooled left and right. And, I mean, Steven Adams, I don't know what happened, like, what possessed him. Like, he played like this, maybe it's because the Pelicans, you know, like, a former vet playing against us usually shows out, but – Like, I feel like Jonas is crap, and he should have played Willie more. I know Jonas did a lot of offensive stuff for us towards the end of the game, but, like, I feel like every time we got some momentum, they would brick a shot and grab an offensive board, and then, you know, they're back to 12, 14 points. You know, we couldn't couldn't maintain that momentum once we scored a bucket or two on the opposite end of the court. And I I felt like, you know, he was just sticking with Jonas, even though, like, he kept getting – I felt he was getting bodied by Adams and I mean obviously I know he's a superior player to Billy but I felt like Billy had something going tonight that Jonas was struggling and you know that's like just more of an adjustment thing than more so than like I don't you obviously can't do that going forward right but uh but really I mean that I don't know I in in terms of rotations you're, you're kind of limited I mean our bench is just our bench and Gary Clark As much as, like, everyone craps on him, the dude can, you know, block some shots every once in a while, hit a corner three. And, really, that's what we need off of our bench, a guy that can kind of do that. You put him out there with a a Billy, that way, you know, he can be a spacer in some regard. And I don't – I'm not advocating for more Gary Clark minutes, but, I mean, I don't know what else we – we don't really have much else out there that we can put out there right now except for Trey Murphy, who's, I guess, in a doghouse um maybe one day they'll they'll let let him loose and maybe that he has to prove something to the coaches in practice or something i don't know but you know it's not the first time we've seen a young guy get stuck in the doghouse and have to work his way out
3: especially in new orleans uh um, <laughs> Barflan, uh our favorite <laughs> hello everybody our our favorite Minnesota Timberwolves look, villain has look. arrived
13: listen I'm here I'm here to show love I really appreciate what y'all do
15: every
3: night but no you're not no
13: you're not Wait, I have one question you're supposed to finish the bargain I, I thought I thought I was supposed to see on the play I checked the, the status today. It, it it's the Blazers. What's going on? I,
3: I I don't, I don't, listen, I don't like the energy that you bring. Did someone now. not
4: see the gumbo?
8: What's going on?
3: I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't like what you're doing. I don't, I don't like, like, I don't like wrong? what you're doing. What's
13: wrong? What's wrong? I want to see you. I want to be in here when we beat you on the play. What's going on? What's wrong? How can I help? <laughs> you cannot help. <laughs> How can I help? You, you cannot. Do you, do you have anything positive to, to contribute to this conversation? Oh, no. the C- 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 McConaughey will get you out in the playing
15: game for sure. And then we're gonna beat y'all about twenty, but after that, man, I really, I really hope y'all make it there though, because I love what y'all do every night on the spaces with the Pelicans fans. Y'all find them from anywhere and everywhere, so I'm really listening. I really tap in and listen to y'all' misery. <laughs> so listen, I'm just here. Look, I'm just here to beat y'all in the plan, but I respect y'all, man. I hope you're having a good night,
3: man. Get out of here, go, go, uh, bro. You uh, just paid Pat Bev's money. Chill, <laughs> chill,
6: bro. <laughs> chill, bro. That ain't something to be proud of.
3: Hey, hey, offside beignets, man. Pull up, man. What's what's happening, man?
18: What's going on, man? I just, uh, to answer the question, I guess, you got to find a way to get, to get B.I. more comfortable on offense, I think, after the All-Star break. Because right now, I think, this happened when Zion came back year one. When, remember when he went off in the, in the preseason and it looked like zion was the next michael jordan or whatever the fuck he was going crazy and then he got hurt and he was gone for like 50 games and bi basically does did what he did this season which was he took over the team it was very clearly like this is bi's show and then all of a sudden zion comes in and bi doesn't know where he fits on the floor anymore he's like he's trying to process stuff as he's going and he wants to be a good teammate, but he also doesn't want to just give up his own looks. And I think he's trying to do that right now with CJ, but it flows better because at least CJ can shoot. But it's very clear that like that whole situation where CJ and BI do a lot of similar things is kind of clashing with how they are trying to mold together. And I think trying to marry that play style together is like, going to be the biggest thing Willie can do because right now, man, like, Devontae just, we just going to have to pray for him because there's not, there's not much else you can do about it.
3: Offside Beignets, uh, I, I have a question for you, man. Do you do you do, do, you do any version of late night radio, man? <laughs> I,
18: like, used cause, to, cause, I used huh? to do radio and I, uh, a podcast with my homies. uh Shout out Sports Pain Index. That's what SBI that's what stands for. <laughs> I, I was, yeah, yeah. I
3: was going to ask you, man. Uh, no, nah, um, Oh, fuck man, I'm tired of talking about Devontae. Yo, the, anybody anybody want to talk about what what you want to talk more about? CJ McCollum. You do you do you want to look forward to the fucking Dallas Mavericks game? Can we talk about something? Can we talk about something happy, Doug? You want to, like you know? We, <laughs> hey, hold on, shit, hold on, Chris. We're
6: gonna do Pell's Pels Twitter hoop session. You know what I'm saying? Whoever want to get bust, holla at me. Yeah, pause. Put a little pause. Hey, hey, I'm going to come. Hey, Who, hey whoever, I, I, whoever want to get what? Hey man, don't don't try to repeat that. You ain't tell Hank that yesterday when he was talking about <laughs> throwing it back on he's Valentine's like, Day. Yeah, it, said, it, said, it first of all, it's first of all, brother, I, I, first I, of all, I, brother. First of all, brother. You better you better swallow I, your swallow food when you talk to me, man. Hey man, hold hold tight. Don't worry about what's in my mouth. Pause again. You
13: yo man, what's, what's going, going on, on around here, yo? Like yeah, yo.
6: who like, wanna hoop? Like, hoop, man? Chaz, Chris said he'll bust your ass again. Pause. Like Nah, you know, no, man, no, it's too no, many players
13: in a row. Like, what
6: like what's
7: like,
6: happening? Happen? Nah, I just gotta be careful. You know what I'm saying? You gotta be careful when you're talking to folks on the phone.
3: Five <laughs> having a tough night, man. Uh uh anyway, anyway. That's, that's, Rocky, Rocky, I know you at the game. You should be you should be on your way home. Anything, anything you want to respond to, man, go ahead, pull up.
1: I'm gonna try not to be the negative Nancy tonight. Um, but I was um rooting for Devontae um harder than probably anybody in this whole group. For two reasons. I think he have a lot of talent that can come out, and for the second reason, probably love petty to everybody, but he shares the same first name as my son, so I am not Team Devontae no more. He got to sit his ass down somewhere, go pray, go out of the country for the All Star break. Don't eat none of mom's cooking. To my eating mom's cooking and all that. Don't do none of that. He need to take his ass out the city, out the country, go pray, go go to a temple or something, and take Garrett Temple ass with him. Them two are atrocious on the goddamn court right now at this present time for the for the Pelicans organization. It is a travesty. Matter of fact, let me take that back. It's not even just a travesty. It's a fucking war crime for them niggas to still be on the court getting minutes and, and Trey Murphy not getting a damn minute. Like, at some point, Willie, I might need to talk the goddamn griff my damn self. Somebody got to tell him that I don't care what. Trey doing? I don't care if the nigga was out all night and showed up to goddamn shoot around at 9 o'clock and it started at 8.30. Amen. Somebody need to tell him, Garrett Temple is fucking trash. Dude has zero minutes. I mean, zero points. Zero. For not just the first time this season, for probably like the 20th fucking time this season. That shit is unacceptable. Them niggas are stealing checks Somebody should report them for crimes against the fucking Pelicans fan base, against the organization, against the NBA, against the fucking country. They cashing checks and should be sitting their ass down on the fucking courtside seat with me. Or fuck, matter of fact, put the niggas in the three hundred level because they ain't. They should even be in the goddamn Fruity King Center playing the way they playing right now. That shit is terrible. They Gary Temple fed on the fucking court, y'all. He came out that we was down by six points. When he left off the goddamn court, we was down by 14, going on 16. He shoot a fucking shot, and, I mean, some shooters know. If you shoot a brick or a bad shot, it's going to cone off the rim, and you might be able to follow your own shot. He's so fucking trash, you know, he follow his own terrible-ass shots. If it even touch the fucking rim. I'm sick of him. I'm sick of her. Graham. Look, ain't no shooting himself back in. I've been out don't. Have tried to be as patient as possible. He didn't shoot his ass on the motherfucking practice team. Some down at the goddamn uh Birmingham Squadron. Wait, is they playing? I don't even know if they still playing. But he needs shoot his ass somewhere the fuck else because he ain't shooting himself back into this season. Maybe next season, but not this season. I'm sick of this shit. I'm sick of us not having a three point defense, a three point threat. Man, CJ McCollum was open two or three times on those terrible-ass three balls that Garrett Temple took and Devontae Graham took in the beginning of that fourth quarter. Y'all pass the fucking ball to a nigga who can shoot. You niggas, is trash. You ain't made the shot. Devontae came in the game, made one fucking shot. I thought the nigga might have found this shot. The next shot, this nigga barely grazed the fucking rim. Sit your ass down. Straight up. I'm, I'm tired. Hey,
3: hey. Hey, Rocky. Hey, hey, hey. How you doing, Rocky? Listen, you, we uh, we all we all in this here with you. No don't need to yell anymore. It's going to be okay. We're going we gonna to figure it out. We're going to figure it out. Listen, this l- is l- listen the worst ride
2: back
1: home. <laughs> yeah. Listen, bro. I've been driving from Mississippi to the Pelicans games for the past five years, six years, from Mississippi to New Orleans for the past five years. This is the worst game I have watched. We got blown out. And yeah, we got blown out. We probably didn't have BI plan. You know, Zion was hurt. Hart might have sat out. But this shit right here—they wasted CJ McCollum thirty motherfucking points. This nigga balled his ass out. I don't. Oh, y'all. Let me say this about Brandon Ingram because I was courtside. I saw Brandon Ingram is really massaging his foot when he come out and sit on that bench right now. So I don't know if he having some some uh, Achilles soreness or whatever's going on. But clearly that brother dealing with something because he was over there rubbing on that foot the whole fucking night when he was sitting on that bench. So I don't know if he maybe have like maybe he playing trying to play through it because he's trying to keep the team competitive right now to try to stay within grabs of that playing. But that brother, he need, he need some rest. The rest of them niggas need to practice through the motherfucking All-Star break. Now, I do think that maybe him and CJ may want to have, like, a little dinner or something, watch some film together, make the marriage work, Um, I, you know, Make some love. I don't know what the fuck they need to do, but. I I I oh, 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 oh. Rocky,
14: Rocky. Rocky, you know what I'm saying, bro? You know what I'm saying, you don't Rocky, say
1: nobody,
14: Rocky,
3: Rocky? 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 We 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 going a little bit too far now. All right, going, y'all. I'm gonna going go ahead and head far. out. We going, we going. We going. We going a little too far now. This this getting this getting this getting a little wild, y'all. Charles, Charles, bring some. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta we gotta let Rocky finish the drive a little bit more peaceful, man. Oh go ahead go ahead uh charles go ahead man <laughs> what is going on oh y'all gonna get me canceled charles go ahead sports drink gonna be like uh-uh oh. charles go ahead unmute charles now I do not talk. I, you know, Garrett. Uh, there was there was a request from uh Garrett Temple. Is fucking horrible. That's his name. That I, I didn't make that up. That's his name. And I got him up here, and I thought I was gonna let him speak. And I was like, eh, that's probably not a good idea. But um, you know, yeah, I just wanted to want to let y'all know that. While Charles is figuring shit out, um,
5: Trick Pick. I'm assuming that's your name. What's happening, man? Hey, man. I appreciate that. No, uh. I actually had uh, a different angle to approach, uh, to approach all this with. Like, I'm definitely going to pile on and be like, why the fuck ain't Trey getting some fucking minutes? Cause like, it, it's, it's ridiculous, obviously. Um, but also, uh, someone earlier, I can't remember who did it. Uh, we was kind of clowning on Snell earlier. And like, I, I do obviously he had some, he had some awkward moments in this game, but like, If I were to ask you, would you prefer five points off of five uh, tries or would you prefer four points off of fucking 11 tries? You know what I mean? That's the combined Graham, Clark, and Temple field goals and points versus Snell, five points off of five tries. Uh, So, I mean, maybe there's something there. But the big thing that I think is like, I know we all get tied up in our three points because, I mean, shit, we shot 15% from three today and you just can't win an NBA game shooting 15% from fucking three. That's insane. But uh, if there's actually like a crazy trend in whenever we lose versus when we win, I find that it's more in the rebound game right? Like we still had a chance to win this game, even shooting like shit from three. If we just fucking got rebounds and, and I know that we love Jax. I love Jax. I love seeing him catch uh alley. Oops. I love, I love what he provides for the offense, but I just don't see Jax as a rebound getter. I don't see him as a board getter. Right. And you know, who got as many rebounds as him with 11 less minutes, Billy, Billy did that shit. And so I, I it feel. I don't know if I'm the only one that feels this way, but I feel like there's been this weird uh, back and forth where like uh, either Jax is getting minutes, and either or Billy's getting minutes uh, on the other side of uh, JV. And you know, I I got great love for JV. He played like shit tonight, unfortunately, but uh, but I feel like we 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 kind of focus on our guard play because it is so shit. But over the last two seasons, we had success ignoring our guards because we did better with point B.I. and point Zion. And so maybe we should, like, focus more on those kinds of things and that kind of offense because that – like, out of the last since, – since the trade, right, the one good game that we've had, last the last game was point B.I., right? Like, not going through our guards. So why would we have – a point guard, quote unquote, starting point guard that's given us four points and three assists. How is that a starting point guard in the NBA? I don't fucking know. Someone tell me. But uh, I think that that has to change. I think that uh, we have a uh, folk. I think we need to change focus a little bit to also who's going to get uh, us boards the, on any
14: rotation. There we go.
5: And uh, like, while I understand the frustration with Willie right now, like changing up the rotations, I also think that uh, we're quick to be frustrated now with since the trade deadline, because we we got better, right? Well, we started one and twelve, and then we were five hundred since then, and then all of a sudden the trade deadline hits, we get CJ McCollum, and now Willie's got to figure out how all these how how CJ fits in. With everybody while losing our prime bench guys, right? And so like, yeah, there's an adjustment period now, and I realize that's uncomfortable, but I, I I don't think that the issue is really our our guard play, because I think that our guard play has always been secondary to our forward and center play. But maybe that's just me.
3: Andrew, um I feel like you came in here at the wrong time. Oh, I yeah. feel like you got the wrong impression about the spaces and where it was going. But that's okay. Oh, you you uh, caught on since. What's up,
14: brother?
19: Not much, man. Chilling, chilling. You know how it is. Uh, I want to get to what uh, what was your name uh, Trick Pick was saying because some some parts uh, uh you know I get I get what you what you're saying about the guard play, but for for Bi and Zion running point. That's that's a thing that I think the Pelicans have to do in niche situations or as a as a makeshift or you know on a team by team uh, on a day by day basis on who they're going against. It's not really something that you want to do you know 82 games out, out of the year. And I'm I'm 100 with uh, what, what was her na- what was her name that was going off on Devonte. Uh, uh, that's that's <laughs> Rocky, Rocky. Rocky. That's Rocky. Yeah. yeah, not Rocky. I'm with you. Uh, how how you were going for Devontae. and y'all know like I put out the video for Devonte breaking them down. And I'm like, I'm I'm all team Devontae, but he's been garbage. He's been trash. And I'm hoping that he gets straight to the bench and he's running the second unit with Jose. I don't think that some people are saying that he shouldn't, you know, he should be with Garrett Temple, like not getting any minutes because I don't know why Garrett Temple's getting minutes, but they're saying Devontae and Garrett Temple shouldn't get minutes. I think uh, Garrett Temple should be moved back and Devontae goes to the bench with Jose running the second unit because... It's not really a problem, like Trick Trick, you are saying that it's kind of a problem that, oh, he uh, Willie has to figure out how to use it. You don't really, CJ's so good, that's not really a, a issue. It's like me giving you, you know, $10,000 and you, and damn it, now I got to figure out how to fit this into my budget. It's not really a thing that's that's a, a bad situation. Like, you can't really go wrong with how to use CJ. But you can go you're using Devontae. You're definitely going wrong with how you're using... Um, garrett temple and sitting even if it's even if it's for some reason that trey uh that trey murphy is, is you know something behind the scenes that we don't then why why isn't nazi getting more what not not why isn't anyone else getting it just why garrett temple that's something that needs to be explained or or said to the fans but i always say it this team has horrible transparency and this is another situation of it
3: so um speaking of such uh so I can be transparent uh Mr uh Garrett Temple is fucking horrible. Um l- look you you <laughs> you send me messages and that and that and listen that's cool. But there's one message here that says I need all of you down in Louisiana to feed Garrett Temple to an alligator. I don't think that that's I, I don't think that it's safe to put you up here right now. I don't think emotionally you're in a space for you to be up here right now. I need you to calm down, maybe change your name again, and get you back up here. We don't need to feed anybody to an alligator. It's not gonna help him shoot better. That's not gonna help him defend or get any younger, man. We trying to we we're we're more so solution based right now, is what we're trying to do.
20: Um, Charles, go ahead. Hey, I'm here now. Sorry. Um whew, I don't know where to start, man. Um Devontae Graham, let's just start there. Um He needs to go to the bench with Jose Alvarado, Um, plain and simple. C.J. McCollum is your de facto point guard along with Brandon Ingram. C.J. can figure it out. Your young players need stability. And when you look at your roster, it is okay to say out loud that your two-way player is providing you with more stability um, than any of your other reserves. If that's the case, and it is, there's no reason that he's getting seven minutes when Trey Jones is going the hell off. Look, open your eyes and face the facts. Jose Alvarado has played his way into the core rotation of the team, okay? It's not the end-all be-all, but it is what the hell it is, okay? CJ can figure it out. He don't need Devontae Graham making life easier on him because he doesn't make life easier on them that's the first thing the second thing second night of a back-to-back you got two of your younger players getting dmp's while you're playing another young athletic team make it make sense when your alternatives are gary clark and garrett temple i could see if your alternatives were solid high level rotation players and you need them to stabilize your team on the second night of a back-to-back, you need healthy bodies, okay? Willie Green is a great coach because he set out to do one thing, and that was to get C.J. McCollum integrated into this team. Well, congratulations, Willie. You've done that, and your team is one in four or one in three since you added him. You don't need to, uh, don't need to make life easier for C.J. McCollum. He is a pro's pro, a professional. He will figure it out. He plays two positions at a high level. He doesn't need the the quote-unquote, you know, I want to say red carpet rolled out for him, but you don't need to make uh, exceptions for him to get him going because he can go with the flow, all right? You got too many guys that need some type of consistency. Jackson Hayes is not a five, okay? We know this. He's playing next to Willie or he's playing next to Jonas, Or he's not playing at all. Figure it out. It is what it is. Trey Murphy, if something is going on behind the scenes, his ass should have been in the CJ McCollum trade. You traded Nikhil ostensibly because you chose Jackson and Trey and maybe even Kyra over Nikhil. You're not going to sit here and tell me that Portland said, We got a buyer lined up for Nikhil. We want to add him to this deal. His ass got sent to Utah. 20 seconds after he got sent to Portland. So if there's an issue behind the scenes with Trey, then his ass should have been in the one in the deal, and the kill should still be here. So short of that, you need to play him because you're shooting 424, and you drafted him to be a shooter. Now, I think it's poetic fucking justice that they played Zaire Williams tonight because he's Trey in an alternate universe, right? That speaks to your core principles. You're the team that's struggling and you're leaning on Gary Clark and and Garrett Temple. Okay. When you're that bad, it's all hands on deck. Ryan made a great point. If you can't put the ball in the basket, do something else. The Pelicans need to rotate this entire team every fucking night. If that's what it takes to figure out who I'm rolling with, because nobody outside of Brandon, CJ, JV and Herb have established roles on this team, and I'll even throw Jose in there in terms of you know what you're going to get from them on a night-to-night basis. So if you got to play everybody to figure out who's going to rebound, who's going to hustle, and if they work themselves into a lather and, and get a couple shots up and it goes in gravy, you can roll with them. But you don't have the ability to trust anybody on this bench. It should be Lord of the Flies figuring out who's the king of the mountain coming off the bench? Nobody deserves anything. And there's no sense of you looking for something that isn't there. This is a night-to-night guerrilla warfare style bench unit. Everybody should get a a shot. CJ, Brandon, JV, and Herb, they understand. Trust me, I'm watching their body language, uh, B.I. looking people off and and not giving it to people in the corner because he don't trust that they're going to hit it. They will figure it out and they will understand what's going on. And you will get guys bringing a hard hat mentality every single night, understanding I'm going to play if I do the little things that I need to do to get on the court. But you got to give them a chance. You can't be – you can't not be playing these guys thinking I can just ride with with Garrett Temple and Gary Clark. You feel better, man? You had that out? I had to get – yo, I'm on the treadmill again. Because they work in my damn nerves, man, it's like Pelicans 101. something good happens, you take two steps forward, and then damn it, we got to take three steps back. It's like a dance, and I'm just tired of this dance, Chris That's how all.
3: many how many how many miles are you doing on the treadmill today? i di-
20: tonight it was two and a half, and I still feel like the stench of this game is on me, so now I got to go run some more.
3: all right, all right, good luck with that um, Bryce Bryce
10: Murphy. Welcome up, sir. Hey, Chris. Appreciate you for having me on. Uh, Charles, I loved everything that you had to say, man. That was good. But uh, Rocky, I, or was it Rocky that called? I don't even like speaking Be his name right now. Bartholomew. Right. Yeah. Uh um,
3: that, was,
10: that was real. That was real. 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 That. I don't know who GT is. AD, we're going to have to get him acquainted to calling him uh, Bartholomew from now on. But, uh, man, this team. Last night was such a good night to watch. But tonight, it just felt like a completely different squad that was out there on the court. I don't know. I, I don't know if it was being tired or what the problem was, but the legs—you could just tell that we didn't have the effort out there, and nobody wanted to rebound. It looked like nobody four from twenty-six, four for twenty-six. Are you kidding me? And you got a guy that made more than that in a preseason game. I know it's a preseason game, but he made more than the whole team did in one game, and he's sitting over there. Anybody got any thoughts on that? Uh, Florin, get in here.
2: What's wrong with your popo? You
3: you know you know I'm getting sleepy. You know you know I'm you getting pop-up.
2: sleepy.
3: You you already know you already know. we well, go
2: ahead. <laughs> uh, listen, what, what what Charles just spoke to, I I said this um. A couple spaces ago, as, as it relates to Trey, man, no, um, like it, it's, it's a weird situation, and I don't know if any of us can speak to. We have all these questions, and we just it look like we not gonna get no answers. But like I said, like we all know and understand that like trading for CJ wasn't just about this season. It wasn't just about chasing you no know, tenth Um It's beyond that. But again, like you can't draft a guy uh, even at 17 and just sit him because you might have overheard him say some shit in, in, in practice or he didn't do something in practice or what, what whatever the, the weird energy or weird vibe it is between them because you can't. And, and even if it's and even if it's something on the court let's just say it's not off the court but it's on the court you you can't go into next season which is when they really want to make that move when they really want to take that leap in and and show what all of this and the cJ trade was all about and having a healthy Zion and having a an all star and bi and everything you' seeing from him um you, you you can't have a guy that you drafted 17 overall still be clueless about where he needs to be a defensive rotation and, and, and things of that nature. Like it, it it can't it can't happen. And and of course like we all know it, it's not really in, uh a reluctance of uh, playing with it's because again we looking at her we we looking at Jose we we looking at him give these other guys um opportunities and, and it, it really doesn't make any sense like uh what's going on. But like when I said you Chris you said something um a little minute ago and it was like about Nikhil and Josh and being guys who can put pressure on the rim and do more things if they not scoring the ball. I swear when I said that shit the other day, either it was you or shaming, y'all niggas turn Try to go down my throat because I, I I don't know if you disagree with me. I think it was Shammy. but I said that exact same shit, and he has something to say. And uh, I, it wasn't really
3: wait. Involved. Hold on, flora what, what what happened? I tried to do. I I didn't I didn't try to do anything of the sorts. I I, I don't. We gotta no, we gotta I, go I back to the to the original discussion because I don't know you. what
2: happened. I don't think it was you. I think it was Shaman more so when I was when I was speaking and um he just wanted to in the check and he said something or whatever. But again and all all of that just comes back full circle to, to like Devontae Graham and, and where you at, like where you at um with him. Like I no i am I'm, I'm at a loss for words dog. I've been to these last few games I've been just about every game, I think it's one or two this season and um I felt like sun was solid and, and and looked like the right decision for like the first month and a half and and since then it's it's been it's been downhill um but it's just it it's it's not looking good and, and again like it's not that this season. Or the trade for CJ again was all about like right now but being where we are one in three since you traded for him and of course that that has absolutely nothing to do with with CJ um much of it is is just like like Willie really, like what are you doing and that's going to continue to be like where everybody is and it's just what and to Charles point like, when you are 23 and whatever we are, like, you can't be married to, you no know, one lineup. You can't be married to this is what I'm doing, this is what I've been doing, and I'm sticking to it. Like, there has to be some type of, I don't want to say adjustment, but it, it has to be something that you do differently. Like, do you think it's, it's, it's way too early for him to, to pull a pop or or to pull a post or if his starters don't start the, the game the way he want them to within the first five minutes, he pulled all the motherfuckers just to make a point and prove, like, I'm about to put five guys out there who want to play because very early on, it looked like CJ and Only Jax were the guys that came to play. You know what I mean? And that's what I'm watching and, and being there and seeing that shit live. You know what I mean? I don't know how different it is for people who, who not there, but like we paying our money, me, Rel, Rocky, all of us, like, we paying our money and going out of our way to, like, watch this shit. And, and the back-to-back ain't really no excuse. Why? Because all these niggas except your Trey and your Jose and guys that are one-year, two-year players, you know, they get a little bit of leeway. But the rest of these dudes that's been in the league, oh, it's, a, it was, you know, it's the second leg of a back-to-back, that shit – Ain't no excuse. If B.I. struggling with something like you, like, sit him. You know what I mean? Don't try to let him play through that shit because you're going to need him, especially, even though you got CJ, you're going to need him healthy down the stretch because after All-Star break, it's 21 games exactly left, and you're going to need him for all 21 of them bitches. But, again, like, the adjustment, like, when you playing different teams, different styles, like a Memphis, like there's just it, it it's no no matter what's going on, but there's no reason to like not put Najee in there. There's no reason to put Trey in the six nine long as fuck athletic, show you he could crash the board, he could rebound, he could do those things. There's there's no reason now when you're playing more methodical, well coached, um teams like like a Utah that's slow, they don't really play with pace. You know what I mean? Then I can understand a, a Gary Clark and a, a Temple and those guys. But like I I just I, I, don't, I don't I don't know, son. L- luckily we yeah, had the end of February all star like they could try to shake back. Um because we about to get into the most important stretch really but going one and three and you know what I mean, since trading for C J like that that ain't really um cool. Like it's it's telling and, and a lot of it gonna depend on the rest of what we see. You know what I mean?
3: Um yeah, and you know what I mean, I, I guess one of the one of the saving graces out of all of this is that C J's been phenomenal. Like at least you know it at least you can you can say damn I see how that's gonna fit long term and I think we all can see the type of team that, that, that they're going to have to build around whatever core is completely established and you know and committed you know going forward and healthy and so on and so forth so uh I'm gonna go to a few of y'all with your, everybody y'all got your hands up hold on let me get I gotta go to uh to a DJ here first because he's been he, he' been waiting the longest and then I'm gonna get to uh to the rest of you guys that's, that's been up here. DJ, what's up,
7: man? Uh,
3: I can hear you, brother.
21: Go ahead. Oh, oh, I love Willie, man. And I don't know if we have this uh veteran affair and whatnot. Um all falls on to the man. I mean, if he like it, if he like playing veterans or if he wants, you know, a good mix of on and off, like, you know, why can't we get another veteran? No, it is it, it, it's Brad Tempo really the best option out there. You know, I mean, Etan Moore just got released. I mean, there's a make or miss lead. We need somebody to be able to hit some shots.
7: Yeah, um, I don't
21: understand how Brad Tempo out there making rookie mistakes. Maybe you can't have it. Um, and, oh, yeah, so we
2: just need a new rotation.
3: DJ, it sounds like DJ. It sound like you're talking into like a into a cave, or or, or uh, yeah, you, you break. I mean, it's not you, you're not even breaking up. It just sounds weird. I don't, I don't know if you're too close to the mic or what. Yeah,
16: it sounds like yeah. it's partially covered or something. Yeah, you good?
19: Yeah, damn. But yeah, it's just. Uh, yeah. Go ahead.
21: I mean, why we gotta stay with Garrett? You know why we can't get nobody like, you know, Etuan Moore or another veteran that could actually hit some shots for us because the shots are there, man. Four for 26 is just terrible. But, you know, your line goes to, you know, like my boy A.D. said, you know, it's a make or miss lead. And when you're not hitting shots, them screens, going over them screens and and hitting them big centers at the top of the key every time and you can't make a bucket, it get real frustrating out there, man. So, it it gets a lot harder to play defense when you can't hit a shot. So, um, I mean, I guess it all comes down to it, man. Um, We just got to hit our shots. You know, we got to be able to make shots when they count in the clutch. Because as soon as we miss a shot, bro, it's a 7-0 run the other way. And that's just demoralizing, man. Exactly. And it's just terrible.
3: How many times – how many times – and not just this game, but the Miami game and the San Antonio game where, you know, the Pelicans, are, you know, they, they fight between 10, 8, 10, 8, 13, 14. Now, you know, they, they get – and every time every 10, every time they get an opportunity, maybe cut it to 7, cut it to 6, cut it to 4, whatever the case. Or even in the Spurs game, they get it all the way down to 1, you get a chance to go up 2, you miss a 3, they come – you know, they come back down and they hit a shot or they turn the ball over, whatever, you playing that game. You are know, playing that catch up battle pretty much all game. It's no way it's it's no way to live, but guys are gonna have to hit their shots, man. And it, it, it's gonna be it's not just on the players. It's not just on the players at this point. The coaches gotta put they gotta put their their best players in better lineups with with better guys or, or with guys that are in better situations or better served to hit these damn shots. Um it's clear that one way or another something has to change or some type of you know, there, there's gonna have to be some type of adjustments. It can't just be as simple as, you know, we gotta put these guys in better situations. I don't know what else you can do for Devonte. You know what I'm saying? I, I I don't know. It the shots can't get any more open right now. You know what I'm saying? So, um but you know, again, I I guess that, you know, that goes back to my to my original question and, you know, Patrick, it's gonna come back to you. The reality is that Devontae, like Devontae is gonna be a part of this team's uh you know, success or their failure the rest of the way. Like there's no way around it. They're gonna have to depend on him at some point. Like he's gonna have to be able to knock down shots again. And that will come a period. You know, I think in will he, you know, in which he does, he, he won't be this bad forever, even if it feels like it. But regardless, in the in the meantime, what other changes, if you were Willie Green, would you make immediately? I know, I, I know, we say play, trade, we play, but you know, uh, are you cutting Clark? Are you cutting Temple? I mean, what what are you doing minutes wise in specific? to kind of help this thing, you know, raw, kind of uh, form out a little bit better?
11: Yeah, I mean, I'd probably, like it's been talked about, I'd move jacks into the starting lineup, and I, I think you can, against bench units, you have a lot more success going smaller. So I think if you do a Jose Devontae, you can probably get away with that. Hopefully, again, some lesser units, Devontae can find some confidence. But um, I raise my hand just a little bit I don't know. I think we need a little bit of perspective on this. Um, Memphis is a really fucking good team. Like, let's all understand that right now. Like, losing on the back-to-back to to the third-best team in the NBA is not some grand failing of the team. Like, we're like, oh, we're one in three since the trade. Yeah, and another one of those losses was against the best team in the East in Miami. There's going to be growing pains when you add a high usage player like CJ and, and we're witnessing it. I think, you know, with him and B.I., at times it can get a little too much your turn, my turn. But, you know, that's often to be expected when you have two players like that who are coming to play with each other. And just like with the rotations, like my point earlier when I said, you know, the difference of playing 15 to 20 minutes of Trey versus Garrett Temple or Gary Clark is like, plus or minus one win maybe over the season. And that cuts the other way too. Like if you give those 20 minutes to a 40% three-point shooter, that's probably like with the attempt rate, one more made three over the course of a game. So I'm not sure if there's some magical rotational fix that exists out there because I don't think that, you know, those changes are going to change the fortunes of the team that much. Like, you know, we're talking about playing Najee. Najee was absolute cheeks to start the year. Like, let's not beat around the bush. Like, he was not good at the beginning of the year and lost his rotation spot for a reason. And, like, yeah, fuck it. Give him some minutes. See if he can find the juice. See if Trey can find the juice. I agree with everything about, you know, nothing should be earned right now with this bench unit, the way they're playing. But I don't think there's some magical fix if you just say, like, oh, we're going to play Trey 15 minutes. We're going to play Najee that this team is now suddenly going to be so much better because it's just they're not going to change the fortunes that much in those minutes. It's just got to be, you know, largely I think tonight came down to uh, JV and BI just didn't really have it. And when two of your three best players don't really have it, then it's going to be tough to win a lot of games. But I'm not panicking about the one and three right now. There's growing pains and you've played good teams like there's a lot of winnable games on the slate moving forward so like i'm going to wait 10 15 games before i really judge this new combination yet so yeah i'm i'm still hopeful i think cj obviously makes the ceiling of this team higher just we, we've seen it already with what he can do so yeah i just keep it a little bit of perspective for now that they've lost to some good teams the spurs loss was a bad loss i'll say that but you know bad losses happen especially when you're dealing with this type of transition. So let's see how they do over this next slate of more winnable games kind of post Phoenix before casting too much judgment.
3: Well, well, I mean, Patrick, I don't think, I, I mean, I, well, I can't speak for everybody, but I I mean, I, I would, I would say that, I mean, I, I would hope if you ask most people, it's not that necessarily people are, you know, are, are panicking about this, you know, about the situation, or you know, think it too far long term. I mean, um, I I still believe that they're that they're going to be that at the end of the day they're gonna they're gonna figure they're gonna figure some things out on multiple level. I just think you look at you look at tonight and you know you lo- yeah you lost to Memphis, but you lost to them on a night when not only there's no there's no job, there's no Dylan Brooks they did not play particularly well. They didn't shoot the ball well. They didn't you you know you know it wasn't like they you know, just, just got hot. Tyus Jones, Tyus Jones definitely kicked your ass. But for the most part, they didn't, they didn't shoot the ball well. Yeah. Um, but they're, I
11: mean, they're 12 and two without jaw. They're, the sure. they're the seventh or sixth best defense. I thought their defense was a lot better than what Absolutely. we saw that Toronto. Like, I think that they did a much better job of just mucking up the Pell's offense. And like, I give them credit for that. I thought, you know, they were much more active. They were much more disciplined than we saw at Toronto. And I think, That really messed with what the Pels were trying to do with their ball movement. Like, you know, the passing wasn't great tonight. The assist numbers were way down. But part of that was just Memphis scrambling to the ball really well because they're a really good, well coached defensive team.
3: People want to see other people miss these shots, man. I mean, that's just really, it's really, I mean, it is dance. People want to see other people miss these shots.
11: No, yeah, I'm in full agreement there. I just, like I said, I don't think. Like expecting that Trey is going to come in and solve our problems, I don't think is is realistic. I don't think there is a player. You know, one Moore is not going to come in here and suddenly make this team, you know, five wins better. Like those players just don't exist on the margins.
3: Um, you got one of you guys asked earlier um about if someone if someone asked a question recently to to Willie or to anyone about Trey. So what I got here is that and this is this is from this is from Ollie who was in who was there said that Kristen Point Blake asked Willie and Trey in reference to the four or asked about Trey in reference to the team shooting four for twenty six. And Green's reply was we shot fifty percent from the field. So there's your answer for those of you that want the uh, they wanted something I don't know. That does something for you,
13: but that's what we said. Chris, that's that's a part of the problem, yo. That's a part of the problem. And what I mean by that is it's to the point where, and I'm really I'm hoping CJ can do this because CJ is the only winning player in the locker room, right? The only person who's been a winner. You have to get to the point where the ego gets put to the side. It's like, coach, nobody want to hear that shit. Like, no, nobody wants to hear that shit. We all saw the game. Like at some at a certain point, the analytics go out the window. Like you know what I'm saying. A, a smart man learns from his mistakes. A wise man learns from other people's mistakes. You saw what Stan Van Gundy did last year, refusing to you know swap out players who just weren't capable anymore. It's not that they're not you know worthy of a chance or they're not deserving play. They're just not capable. Like they can't do it, man. So. You putting them there, to me, that's showing the coaches' short-sightedness. I can't even say that, oh, if Trey get in the game, it won't make a difference because I don't know. I, I really don't know. I don't know what's going to happen when these players who actually have some fucking talent get in the game. Like, give them a chance to fail. Like, you know what I'm saying? Give them a chance to fail. And aside from that, though, I think our big name, CJ, he's been he's been remarkable. B.I., he gonna figure it out. He was actually out of practice the other day with whatever injury he's dealing with, so he just gotta make it to the All-Star break. But the home stretch is coming, yo. We don't got time for no ego. Like, the team got such a tiny margin for error. Just play these motherfuckers, coach, because now people are starting to look at you. People starting to say, damn, you know, the roster ain't amazing, but there are some things that we haven't tried yet. You know, like playing the dudes with talent. So why, why don't we uh give that a shot? You know, so people don't start looking at his ass. That's, that's all I'm saying.
3: Real and then five or five and then real. Real and five. <laughs> five real.
16: Um, a... <laughs> real and five at the same time, yeah. yeah, um, yeah. So I just want to log <laughs> a little bit of positivity into the air really quickly. Yeah. Um, and CJ's four games with us, he's uh, averaging 26 points per game, uh, seven rebounds per game, uh, five and a half assists, and he's shooting 50.6% from the field. That's uh, that's Christian James McCullum. That's what he's doing for us right now. And then my guy Bi in these last four games, he's go- he's given us 18.3 points a game, uh, 3.3 assists, four and a half rebounds, even one and a half blocks. Um, so just wanted to throw that out there, uh, you know, a little bit of positivity. We are definitely headed in the uh, in the right direction, you know. Um, I feel like it's only up from you know what we saw earlier this season, as far as going you know three and sixteen and whatever have you. Um, <laughs> I will say that uh, I was expecting a little more positivity out of Rocky tonight, actually, but uh, you know <laughs> I also understand we do. Be, that's we that's a long drive, bro. one of these games. That's yeah, a that's man. a long to every drive. Single one of these games, yeah. you know, people spending money on these tickets. So I get it. There's times when I've been in the arena kicking stuff because I'm like <laughs> I'm paying for these games and y'all suck. But no. Nah, um yeah, like I said, it's it's really only up from here. Um I'm probably about to bow out of our spaces and I'm about to go crash the Grizzlies post game spaces and make sure they're not talking too bad on our guys. So uh they, yeah. say Stay well. Yeah, what's up?
2: Shout out to me, you and Rocket for being a part of the alphabet clip, you know I me? Mean?
16: There we go.
3: <laughs> be, be, being being a part of the what? Excuse me. No, don't be, worry
16: about it, Chris. You good, bro? <laughs> no trip. All right. <laughs> you know. You know.
6: All right. All right. All right. Five. Me,
16: all
3: right.
6: Yeah. Five. Let me. All right. All right. So so enough of the pauses. I I wrote some stuff down. The team ceiling with Garrett Temple can't be that much higher. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we see what Garrett's gonna do. We where where are we at like at at a point where we're like, all right, we know what you're gonna do. We don't get any better with you. Like, I would rather just see Trey play these minutes. And I understand we keep reiterating this. We're not gonna force Willie Green's hand to to do this. Um like when you look at a team like Memphis, right? They they were without their best player, and I know they're 12 and 2 without him. But their development of their young players have been so Like, you've seen a large jump in that. I mean, Bain's uh, advancement from last year to this year has been such a great deal to their team. You know what I'm saying? He hit a big shot tonight. Like, they know what to do and what they're supposed to do. Trey's not going to know that until you play him. Like, he has to go through some kind of struggle. I'd rather him struggle now than later. Because me and Chad was having this conversation, and we were talking about, you know Willie's X's and O's. Willie's get there's great shots being being available. Like we're shooting wide open jumpers, we're just missing them. Like I I don't I don't get the point of having Gary Clark and Garrett Temple shoot these shots. Like they don't deserve to. And I know G, G, uh, uh, Devontae Graham's missing them too. But I rather see the shooters shoot them. These guys aren't really shooters. They're just people that are just playing at this point. I don't really understand why Garrett Temple's even playing anymore. The reason why we were playing him at first, because we didn't really have anybody to dribble the basketball up the floor and was supposed to be smart. He can't even do that either. So he makes rookie mistakes as well. So I'd rather see the rookie make the rookie mistakes than the person that's like 13 years in the game and doing the same old shit.
3: And look, okay. I, I mean, I don't I, I don't think anybody is proclaiming that that these that trades a. Tray's a fixer of all, you know, of yeah, all know. ills. Like that's you're not sure. that's not what we said. But I guarantee you that that the defenses are going to are going to guard him differently than they than they they're not going to
6: ignore him the way that they ignore Gary Clark.
3: Now, I, you, I, and I hate think,
6: uh, my uh, bad. Do you think do you think that that leaves CJ or Brandon in more one on one situations? So it can go both ways, right?
3: I I, I would assume. I mean, you know, eventually you. you you not you're going to have to live you you're going to have to live with something and maybe and maybe they do live with Trey but I feel a lot more comfortable I feel a lot more comfortable trusting the guy that we drafted to do this yeah. things that you know yeah. his best his his best asset right even even when Trey was in a slump at earlier at, to begin the year everybody Everybody at practice. Antonio Daniels still called him a fucking sniper, just the way that it is. So we know, we know that he can shoot the basketball, and you'd be a fool to leave him. I, I, I just, I need to see teams be dis as disrespectful to him as yeah. they are to Gary Temple. I, I just, I just combine them. Gary Temple. That's to, so we don't have to say both of them. We just go. We we just gonna wow. we gonna do Gary Temple, Gary Temple or uh, Garrett Clark the third.
6: You gonna fuck around and have that be a drink at the Smoothie King Center or some shit like that? Like, not a no, Shirley Temple, Gary Temple watch.
3: Why would that? Why would? Why would people? Why would people? Feed, why would that be on the menu? So they can run know? the
13: rest of the fans out. You can, <laughs> all, you can only
3: drink it if you broke. Yeah, you can. <laughs> That's gonna be a cheap ass drink the way uh, the way shit going right now. I don't even wanna pile up on GT like that, man. You know what I'm saying? No, I, I didn't got so much pop so many positive things sent, man, you know, to the OG man. He just wanted to be out here and be a good spokesperson and play basketball in in, in, in his career in his home state, man. And here we are, we gotta we gotta talk about this. He what he's supposed to be in this position. He,
20: you know that that shit fall on people beyond him. Okay, could you, so, could you imagine what Miami Heat fans would be saying about Udonis Haslam if he got twenty minutes tonight? <laughs> I do. Hey, look. Hey, look at that. Hey, hey, look. This this like the
3: fucking equivalent of like <laughs> Miami playing Memphis, and them and and them with five minutes left in the game. Like, yo, you go guard Jerry Jackson Jr. Like,
11: what the
13: oh, fuck? We, do, we already had. Was? Kendrick Perkins starting for us at one point. It's like what is we doing? Yo, like learn from other people mistakes, coach.
3: Man. Alright. um Bryce, Bryce, I see your hand up and then uh, I gotta go to Zach and um let me get a couple more up here and then I'm closing out. I don't care if y'all call me old or not. Shit is late. Bryce. Bryce? I nah man, it's too late be playing them games. (laughs) Uh yo Zach, what's up, man? Nah, nobody won't talk, man. Y'all y'all crazy. Zach. Nope. All right. What about what about Mike? Mike, Mike, since we know you're a real person. What's up, guys? Are you here? Hey, there we go. What's up, man? Uh, You know.
22: Uh I'll give a little bit of an unpopular opinion. I, I, I don't think Trey should be getting minutes, especially not in a game like tonight. He comes – Ooh. Yeah, so it, it may not be popular, but we're trying to make the play in. We're trying to win. And he comes in last night, and when he does get garbage minutes, he just sits in the corner. He doesn't move. He doesn't cut to the ball. He would have gotten dominated by Memphis. They would have – if we would put him in, we're down 20. We put him and Najee in, we're going to be down 40. So I, I, I can see some reasons why he's not playing. You can't just sit in the corner and expect to get shots. That's just not going to happen in the NBA. You got to move without the basketball. You got to be like Duncan Robinson and move around a little bit. So I think he's got some stuff to work on. And in a game when, <clears throat> when it's a little bit closer, yeah, maybe put him in, give him a little bit of minutes when it, when it matters in the second quarter and it seems like a tight game, but you have time to recover. If you put him in when we're down 10, 20 points in the second quarter, him or Najee, I mean, yeah, Najee came and hit some garbage shots last night. But he was—he turns the ball over and he mopes around. That's when Jose became Jose. When he got those garbage minutes and was in full court press, coming in, getting the crowd into it, playing his ass off. Trey and Najee just don't do that. And so I don't necessarily think, and I do think it's a deserve the minutes type of thing. If you're trying to make the play in, you got to earn those minutes. You got to play the, you got to play your way into the game. I mean, we wouldn't be complaining about this stuff if we weren't, we if we didn't have a shot at the play in. I mean, if it's Sacramento and you're just playing like shit, who cares? Yeah, put them in, let them develop. This isn't the time to let guys get minutes when they're not necessarily going to play. And yeah, of course, like hindsight's twenty twenty, we go four for twenty seven or four for twenty eight, but we were down what, nine, 10 points. And it's, it's frustrating as hell when you're, when you're that close and we miss threes, that could put us even closer. Yeah, it's frustrating, but those shots go in. It's a different story. We're not talking about this. And so like as, as terrible as it sounds, those guys aren't going to put you in a better position to win the game. And right now we need to win games. Like that's what's getting the fans coming to the to the arena. That's what's getting guys to come want to join the team is a chance to win. So I don't know. Tell me what your thoughts are on that, but I just they're they're not the answer and I don't necessarily think they need to be playing in games like tonight. I, like maybe put them in earlier Mike, last week, but not games like tonight.
3: I'm very I'm very interested because I don't think you're alone in that in that sentiment. I'm very I'm very interested in other people and other people's thoughts that actually well that believe that or that agree with you. Um Hank, is there any is there any portion of you that can that can understand What Mike is saying in regards to why he wouldn't, to why if he was willing or he doesn't believe that you know Nasir trades the answer, they deserve a look. Can you, like, is there any part of you that that could uh, understand that perspective, Hank? Yeah, yeah, really. Yeah, I can totally. I can.
23: Yeah, sorry about that. I can totally understand from his perspective the the point of the thing about TM Three is as we keep saying over and over, we don't, we don't know. We don't know. And when you don't know, you're just, you're just putting your hand out into a nebulous area, snatching whatever you can, you know, grab that can make sense. If you're playing Occam's razor, like it makes sense that he must be doing something stupid in practice or stupid with the coaching staff. That's not allowing him to get into the game. That just makes sense. So uh, outside of getting concrete proof beyond that, I really don't know what I can say about the Trey situation to me. The Trey situation is clearly he's done some shit to be in the doghouse and he ain't out of it yet. And that's just is what it is. And I know the counter to that is, well, we're so sad. Maybe you got to put, take him out of the doghouse anyway. And well, Willie green don't believe that yet. So (laughs) from my perspective is Trey going to have to figure out a way to, uh, like you live in real life. You have to soften people up. You have to do certain things. You have to acquiesce in certain ways. He may have to learn how to do that at an adult level to be able to get past Willie Green gatekeeping. And that just is what it is. As far as Najee, I don't agree at all at Najee. And I, I'm kinda I'm, I'm kinda annoyed at y'all with Najee. But I'm gonna keep, I'm keep it real. I'm just gonna keep it 100, bro. At the very least, Najee, he got some dog in him. Chase, as Chase said uh, in a little chat that we just had, he got some dog in him. And at the second, he's gonna play defense. He can play versatile. He can be a versatile defender. He's going to play hard defense. Well, I don't get this whole he didn't play defense. I don't know. The last guy I was talking about him. He... Look, at the end of the game, those are garbagio minutes, man. That's the NBA. That's garbagio minutes. guy's going to shoot shots in a 20, 30-point lead. That is what it is. He's not hot-dogging it in a one-point lead. He might be making a mistake. <laughs> it's where Coach, you know, hopefully do will take him off the court. He's not hot-dogging in a one-point game, so I, I kind of just whatever with that. Najee. Last season was a guy on a two-way deal who had no clue that he was gonna be signed in the NBA. Played his butt off hard enough to the point a organization and a coaching staff signed him. Right, out. that doesn't happen all the time.
14: But so hey, for hey,
3: him hey, to hey have we lost keep
23: his mind. No, hold, hold up. We, uh, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Ha,
3: but but we keep we keep talking about last season. Like last season, Duncan Robinson was shooting damn near 40% from three. He's shooting 35. Like. I'm not, I mean, like, we see players' players performances dip year to year all the you time. Know, I, like, I, why? I, 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 you know what I mean?
23: understand it, but I don't even think that he's gotten the opportunity to even crack his way into this lineup. I don't think he's gotten it. He got the first three games of a new coaching staff. That's whatever, man. That's lanyard. That's laying yap. Yeah. Whenever you get a new, brand new coaching staff and you have a previous coaching staff that loved you, you have a new coaching staff that don't know who the hell you are, there's going to be precocious moments in those first few games trying to figure out how you're going to stay on the team. So I'm not even worried about that. And honestly, I'm not I'm not making this debate to be like, Najee's making a break in this entire argument about the bench because he's not. I'm saying that he's a guy on that bench that should be able to play just for his defensive capabilities and the fact that he got some dog in him. So in games like this tonight over a Temple, you know, in similar situations, maybe you can see what he can do. So I'm agreeing with people on that. I just don't understand the, just the, the the ostensibly throwing Najee under the bus, man. Has he played? I mean, honestly, Chris, has he played that awful? I,
3: I'd, I'd rather see Najee Marshall than than Garrett Temple. Absolutely. I, 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 I'm not I'm not I'm not disagreeing with you there. I'd rather see Najee Marshall play basketball than Garrett Temple, the third.
23: I mean, I think all of us agree with that. I I just say give the kids some run just to see what they can do. And secondly, I want to just add this. I mean, are you noticing at the end of the Pelican, are you noticing the AD's commentary and even David Wesley after the game, they are saying the same things we're saying in these faces. David Wesley after the game yesterday, he was like, "Uh, I don't know why we're not seeing this Hayes lineup more, and I don't know why we're not seeing it earlier. I mean, he said that was like the first thing came out of his mouth on the post-game show, and I think AD – you can just you can just hear what AD is saying throughout the game. I mean, I just I'll just leave it at that. Y'all, y'all watch the game. Y'all hear what he's saying. So I don't think that this is anything that is just like kind of a, a child of us in these spaces. I think everybody's starting to really kind of notice what's going on. And and honestly, we're not going to be able to figure out until we get some more information because that's the most frustrating part of all. We don't have enough information to go on with the TM3 situation, but something is going on. And I think the coaches, people outside the coaching staff outside the organization that are in the organization, outside the coaching staff in the organization, I think they're starting to notice, too. It's starting to feel a little weird why he's sticking with – because this seems even worse than the Bledsoe situation from a year ago because he's giving you – I mean, he's just giving you nothing too many times to kind of validate the minutes.
2: Well, like, that, that's that's, that's a good point. Like, Michael, he just talking about Garrett Hemphill saying, oh, like, we trying to win or we trying to make the 10th seed. But, like, explain – Exactly like exactly what you're getting from Temple. That that's more of a of a positive than what you possibly could get from, uh, Najee or Trey. Because the idea of Temple being that veteran, like it's levels to the shit. Like Derek Temple as a veteran player is probably a guy that should be in the same Udonis Haslam. Role where like he doesn't. I'm not. I'm not saying that he shouldn't get off the bench at all. We have those younger guys. I don't think he should be playing above the younger guys who you you. He's not James Johnson. He's not James in Johnson. Last year, James like Johnson not, helped not us. Not even that. Like like the idea of playing Garrett Temple and saying, "Oh, we trying to make the play in, and, and that's why you playing him." is almost as if like he he also isn't Lamarcus Aldridge. He also isn't isn't Patty Mills. Those are veterans that are still competing and playing at a high level and that you know what you're getting from them. Like, every time they step on the floor and really making legit positive contributions and can hit jump shots. Like, there's levels to this shit. He's not Harrison Bonds. He's not really like those guys. You know what I mean? Like, so it's like he's, he's more – Udonis Haslam and fucking Greg Monroe and and those kind of guys that's on his way to again just being like more of a support type shit and and a guy that you lean on again when you really down bodies more than he is the kind of veteran that really should be out there playing twenty minutes. So it's just like, what more is he giving you? What more you benefiting because he surely when you win games. Every fucking temple ain't the reason why you winning games. He ain't the reason why you losing them bitches either. <laughs> he ain't the reason why you winning them. So hey, we're, like, we're,
23: were were you watching the team when Willie Green was here under uh, under Monty Williams?
2: I I I was younger, so I'm 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 gonna say no. I I wasn't I wasn't there. Yet.
23: Do do and, and Chris, I can ask this of you too because I know you probably as as well. Do you not see a little similarity in the patterns in the way he plays Temple? the way Monty Williams himself played Willie Green? Because I remember (laughs) a whole, whole lot of, why is Willie Green in the game? I remember a whole lot of that from back in the day where we were like, man, why is Willie Green? He used to make jokes. We used to go to him and make jokes and be like, man, Monty and Willie, they, they must be best friends. God damn. So that's the mentality of our head coach. I mean, I'm just saying for people who don't know, Willie Green was the temple of the team he was on. So you have to understand that's kind of the stuff that's going on in his head with the Devontae Graham situation and probably with the Temple situation. He's like, man, I was in this situation where they would about throw me off the team, but I broke through. You know, he's probably telling Temple some shit like that. But, I mean, that's kind of the mentality. If you went back and remember when Willie Green played here, there was a lot of chatter of why Monty Williams always played Willie Green. And and it just kind of hit me that we might be seeing history repeats itself or manifesting itself in a different way.
3: No, but I mean, but it's, you know, it's even that is tough, man, because like, it's not like a Byron Scott situation, right? To where D fucking D Brown is playing and, and or I'm sorry, Devin Brown is playing and you, and Marcus Thornton clearly deserves minutes, right? Or Derek Collison deserves, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like that. it's not that type of situation because Willie, you know, whether, no matter how you fucking got here, Jose Alvarado's in the rotation and so is, you know, and, and Herb Jones is your starter. So, I mean, he's clearly willing to give, to, you know, to give rookies an opportunity. I mean, we just – we keep getting back to the same point. There are things – and I mean, and there, there are things that have been circulated around, but I don't know, I don't know to the – you know, to what extent is uh, – you know, to what extent it's, it's played and why he's not playing at all. But you just got to believe if, if Trey Murphy goes from playing minutes in back-to-back games in which he plays well, that Detroit game – and that that Houston game, and he's someone you're trying to develop, and he's not playing at all after the trade. When you lose a, you know, you know, when you lose a player, and you're trying to figure, you know, you're trying to figure out where guys fit, and you're picking t- guys that, that you got from the G League or 10, 10, 10 day guys, and you know, uh, Garrett Temple. If these guys are getting minutes, it it, it has to be something. It has to be something that Willie deems as serious. Whatever it is, it has to be because that's the only thing that makes sense. Because these guys see the same shit that we watching, I'm not try- like that's that's the only thing that makes sense to me. Whatever, whatever's going on, it has to be serious to what he feels in his mind. I don't even know if it's ego. I, I whatever whatever the fuck happened. Whatever is going on. Whatever whatever is is happening behind the scenes. Whatever the coaching staff feels, it has to be serious because it just doesn't. It doesn't make sense. They're willing to lose games, Chris.
23: They're willing to lose games. I don't think that's that's the case. That's how serious it is. I mean, ostensibly, I'm saying, I'm not saying that's coming out of their mouths. That's just the action that we see taking place right now. And I do kind of feel bad for TM3 because when you don't get answers, now people start reaching and now people start saying that. Now you're starting to hear stuff about attitude. He may have had an interview earlier. You know, when he said, yeah, I got a, like a little, you know, a little attitude on me. Sometimes I got. So sometimes. So so now that you are getting information, that's what I worry about from the team. If you don't talk, something is going to invade that space and take over the narrative at some point. And I think kind of I'm starting to list just having conversation with people. I'm hearing that without even hearing a source from it now. I'm having conversations with people. Oh, I think you got an attitude. Pro-. So it's like, you know, I wish we understood a little bit more. I really do.
20: I mean, but, but I mean, I mean,
3: but do we think do we think that that's a re, you know, that, that that's a real like, I mean, you know, how often do you know, do you really do you truthfully know or how often should we expect to know the true inner workings of these relationships when it comes to why this player a rookie, right, who you invested a first round pick isn't playing when we all know it doesn't make sense. Like, well, some, you know, sometimes the context so,
23: clues are there. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes the context clues are there for us to be able to make an educated guess. Right now the context clues really not there because it makes no sense. It makes no sense for him not to play just based on his physical attributes and where we're at in the season with our needs as a team. So that's why it's like we got to, you know, we got to fill the void in with our thoughts, with our space comments and then that turns into, you know, perception becomes reality. So that's why I'm kind of like a little
20: word for him. But my my thing is you know if it is something, and we don't know that it is, right? Are you doing him a disservice by putting him in the doghouse publicly like that? Because that's what you're doing when you when you're getting DMPs in a league that thrives on upside and shooting. And here you have a six nine kid who can shoot the ball and has upside, but he's not playing. You know what I mean? So I come back to sunk costs and the point I made earlier if there is an issue he should have been in that trade if there's an issue then you need the the roster spot itself you got a you got a two-way guy who needs a roster spot and you could theoretically be scourging the buyout market so if you want to call it quits then go ahead and call it quits but i don't even think this is it because i'm watching jackson and it took you two and a half years to figure out how to get something out of him positionally on the court So why should I believe that you know exactly what you're doing with your history of first-round picks as an organization since since this regime got here? So why should I believe that you're doing the right thing by trade at this point in terms of his development? When I look around the league and I see guys younger than him, his peer group contributing to winning situations and then, let alone teams like us who are terrible, you know, and they're getting free reign. It it doesn't make sense coming or going, and it points to something more nefarious, and that's unfair to Trey.
3: Or or just send his ass to the G League if you're not gonna play him. What's the point? I mean, it's, it's if if that's like like give him, he has to be do like you have to give him something to do. Sitting sitting him on the bench does nothing to me for like zero minutes or for late. You know, for five minutes, when he, you know, when he's in a position in which he's not gonna have the basketball in his hand, and Naji and Naji's like, "Shit, you ain't getting it from me," <laughs> you know, like put send his ass to the G League if you want to send him a message. But it's at the end of the day, it's still a business, right? And you didn't trade him, so you obviously see something in him. Like send him somewhere where he can play. I'm sure he'll he'll get the same he'll get the same message there. You know what I'm saying? But 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 watching him having him sit on the bench. And you see the team is struggling in areas in which he, he should be able to help. It just does it, it does nothing. It's wasted time in in development. And I got it at I got it at some point. I I, I I don't know if I get it the same now. Cajun Goat, um, I believe this is your first time up here.
24: Welcome up. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Um look, I I, I, I agree with everything y'all saying, man. And 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 I'm gonna give you something else. I see a lot of people talking about, oh, we got to give Devonte time. Devonte time. Uh, Devontae does not play defense, and if you've recognized on a lot of the games that we have, that Devontae is uh, is getting beat like a pulp. And the two games you can really see it in that teams are keying on it was the the Spurs game and tonight on the Grizzlies game. They go right to the paint on him. They pass right by him. They blow by him. Not only is he's not giving you points, but he's giving up a lot of points. To not sit him on the bench until he can get his act together is is a great travesty to this team and to think that Najee can't play better than that guy is, is something else to me too um and i agree i mean if the if the guy has some kind of a uh, problem or whatever uh, in in uh Murphy yeah okay you're gonna sit him i understand that by the coaches and everything but still i agree with you man you you took the words right out of my mouth put him in the g-league Get him doing something, because I think this is what the problem was with uh, sitting our first round pick from last year, and he had to start developing this year. We need to start the development. We're not going to a championship. Yes, we are trying to make a play in, but let's be honest. Is Garrett Temple going to be on this team next year? Is Graham even going to be on this team next year? You need to be playing guys that's actually going to be on this team next year, so I, I, I don't I don't care if you have a he has an attitude problem any problem if he's going to be on his team next year he needs to be playing you can't be playing guys that's not going to be on the team next year and think that you're going to have be have success with them when they're already not successful being in the game
3: and 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 and, and this is why this is why I you know I mentioned it y'all because I mean I'm still like as frustrating as it's starting to be I'm just confused man that that's that that's really all it is it just there's so many different sides of it it doesn't make sense because I'm still because part of me is still in the beginning and my original thoughts like there are two guys that were not first round picks that are playing meaningful minutes on this team to me that screams what the hell is Trey doing or what did he do what happened where's the breakdown there in that relationship because it doesn't make sense that part doesn't make sense and then I watch how smart I watch how like Jose and her play like they've been in the league for three years already. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like maybe that 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 plays against Trey in a way that isn't fair. Like I mean, you know, I, I compare it to a family. Like if you if you grew up with, you know, what I mean, with a sibling that's just more mature or whatever, you take everybody doesn't doesn't develop the same, you know, and you you might have a parent that say, yo, why can't you be more like your brother? <laughs> you know what I mean? And Trey uh, might be like, because fuck, I mean, I'm not a I'm not an alien. And and, I, you know, I didn't go I I didn't go undrafted or, you know, I, I, I don't walk around with a chip on my shoulder. I mean, it's different for him. I don't know. But
24: well, I tell you what, I agree with you on that. And I think the thing with Temple and the reason he plays Temple and in Willie's mind and he needs to get that out of his mind. What is the thing that Willie always says about Temple? He's like a coach on the floor. That's his reason for playing Garrett Temple. Oh, he doesn't have to put up points. He doesn't have to play great defense. He doesn't have to rebound. He's a coach telling the other four guys where to go. Well, that leaves you one guy not playing, but he thinks he's a coach on the floor, and that's his reasonings behind putting Garrett Temple on the floor instead of a guy like Trey on the floor. It just makes no sense. And you cannot tell me the last two games you've seen Trey on the floor that he doesn't deserve more minutes.
3: I I don't know, man. Uh, Everett Everett, and then Mike, and then uh, we gotta we gotta get out of here.
24: Hey, man! I felt like
4: Trey. You know, I got put in the doghouse by Chris, so <laughs> I understand where he coming from. But um, I've been listening to everything y'all been saying, and so I'm gonna just start with the Trey thing. I agree with Mike on this whole Trey thing. Like, what made Jose? Jose's that when in them garbage time, he showed the coaches that he could hustle and whatnot. Like he said, Trey just comes on the floor and just go stands in the corner and, and expect other people to get him the ball instead of being active and getting the damn ball. So that's something that I feel works against him. And honestly, everybody, the, the damn team don't really owe us an explanation on why Trey not playing. Who are we? I mean, we, we're fans. Yes. We want to know. But that doesn't mean they have to tell us. But I guarantee you there's one person that do know, that's Trey. Because I guarantee you Willie has told him exactly why his ass ain't playing. I don't know if he's showing up late to practice. I don't know if he's not hustling enough. I don't know what this dude's doing. But he know why the hell he's not playing. And until he either, one, fixes it, or two, shows Willie that um, he can do better, his ass is going to continue to sit there. Because he is young and a lot of young young kids who come into the league don't know how to be professionals and that's probably something that's working against him
3: right now so but ever what if that isn't what if that isn't the case what but if we don't side? know but do but do they have to tell us even though no 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 they don't they don't have to tell us but you gave you gave that side now what if it's the other side i don't know what side it is i i'm i can see i can see both lanes but I'm asking what if it's the other side what if what if Willie, being a first-year coach, is just is just being stubborn? What if he's yeah. being stubborn? What if he's being hard-headed? What if he's tying himself to, to vets based off of past experiences as a player? Hank Hank mentioned it, and we talk about it all the time. What if he sees himself in Garrett Temple's situation? Then like,
4: that is what, unfortunately, we have to go through as dealing with the first-year head coach. I mean, you, we always talk about growing pains, right? This is something that we're gonna. Ha- Willie's not perfect. Yes, he done pulled a lot out of this team, helping them overachieve, helping them um, get to places we probably didn't think they was gonna get to. But he's also gonna do the other side of doing dumb shit that he probably shouldn't be doing. You know what I'm saying? And I'm gonna say this before Rocky and and Mike go. The the thing I think can fix the whole a lot of this problems is we need to shorten our rotations. We need to shorten. How many p- players come to the damn floor? People are going to have to start playing a little bit harder if we want to – especially the, after the All-Star break, we might have to go to a eight- to nine-man rotation max. I mean, that's pushing it. And a lot of stuff that has been affecting us lately, and I, and I know a lot of us tweet about it and we don't want to talk about it, but we get into foul trouble so damn easily on this team. Like, I swear to God, the refs be fucking us up because they throw out of a lot of our rotations out of order, so then we have to go deeper into our bench because uh, every other team flops and we don't. We want to play the right way, but that works against us because big ass, the strongest man in the league, is falling over by getting blown over Stephen Adams. Like, bro, you ain't never fell down and flopped like that in your damn career with us when you start doing that. So a lot of these things
3: are working against us. But go ahead, Chris. If if, if if I'm gonna tell you right now, Everett, if they if they go if Willie goes to an eight man rotation, Jonas Valanciunas is going to die on the basketball floor. He he is going he he is going to collapse. There is no way, there is no way that they can that they can sustain like that. They can sustain that even if even if even if it was. No, it can't it can't happen. BI I you, you heard Rocky, BI BI was on the bitch rubbing his damn heel. His fact, his heel going to be on the other side of the their floor. They're professionals,
4: bro. It's the, take the break, heal up and then y'all got to make a push. Y'all got and y'all got to do it.
3: Every every but 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 your push is going to push uh BI's Achilles off on the other side of the fucking arena. We, we, we also got be, to gotta be smart here. They, they got to get contributions for more people one way or another. People just got to fucking hit shots. And the coaches got to put the right people in there. Tony Snell has to play minutes. Jose Alvarado should not have played only eight minutes today. They got to figure out what's up with Trey Murphy and lawyer, lawyer uh, 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 defense attorney Garrett Temple. If he's gonna be on the floor, it's gonna have to figure out the hit shots. And Devontae Graham, I don't know what the fuck is gonna have to happen there. Well, and he gotta come off the bench eventually. That is just, this is gonna happen. I, I is can't, true. I can't, we can't watch that anymore in the starting lineup. It, 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 it is what it is. We cannot. This shouldn't have happened day one. It didn't make sense day one as a basketball fan. I, Michael. Mike, okay, five was in here talking about how good of a basketball player you were. You tell me if you – you you started Devontae Graham and C.J. McCullum in your backcourt? No, not right
22: now. I mean – No, what, Devontae, what about I ever? Uh, ever? Maybe. I mean, we talked about, you know, you got to change rotation sometimes based on how guys are playing. But, shit, when Jose came in and had his game in New York, Devonte's mom was talking shit about him, and he came out the next game and was on fire. So he clearly responds to negative energy. Like you want him to start shooting better. I mean, I think we should. I think he should be coming off the bench right now, anyway. Because Jack's at the four has been pretty good. But like, keep him starting and keep missing. That's not going to help. You got to get that dog in him a little bit. And I don't know. Maybe have his mom call him out again.
17: <laughs> Chris, did
3: you
22: realize
4: Jose only played seven minutes today?
3: I, I and and but again, that's what's confusing because. If you made that adjustment, it just adds to the fact that there that, that, that something is deeper with this with this whole Trey Murphy situation. It just has to be something. It's, yeah, it's deeper than I rap. Just, it's deeper than I rap. just want
22: to say something. Mm-hmm. I just gotta save myself. I'm a rookie in these spaces, so I gotta hustle a little bit. I'm not condoning Garrett Temple. I'm simply saying that, like, if he's playing that bad and he's still getting the minutes, then like there, I there's some there's either on the court or off the court stuff or both with Trey Murphy. One thing I thought was fascinating, last night he was the only dude who didn't score a bucket on the entire team. And if anyone's ever played and you got everyone clearing the bench and everyone scored and you got a guy coming in and you got four and a half minutes left, you're going to do everything in your power to get that guy a bucket. And it was like he, he was just stuck in the corner. He wasn't making any effort, but someone said it earlier. Naji—Naji was looking him off, taking step-back threes. So it's like Naji, who's like a locker room guy, not passing him the ball. Something's going on. But if getting getting
3: yeah. Okay, okay, okay. But I'll raise you this. In the Detroit game, regardless of regardless if the team was struggling with injuries and COVID, Trey was closing that game, okay? And I think that was B.I.'s first game back from injury, this last this last run. Trey hit yeah, yeah. three down the stretch. I bro, I have not heard the Vince that fucking loud on TV everybody jumped up and was like, you know, and was happy for him. You know what I'm saying? That, that,
22: that's why I was so shocked. I was sitting there, and I, I got lucky. My buddy got, got me a seat last night, super close to the court. And I was right there next to Trey, and I was, like, fucking yelling at Najee. I'm like, I'm like, give it to Trey. He's got to score. He's got to score. And, like, you know they can hear you. It's like dead ball stuff. And I, I, I don't know what's going on. It, you can't explain it because in any other situation, you're up 30 or whatever we're up. And he's the only guy that hasn't scored a bucket. every every single time down the court, you're like, pull it, pull it, get a shot, run them off screens, do something. And just something doesn't make sense there. And so, like, to save myself a little bit, I'm not condoning for Garrett Temple, but something's going on because he's getting minutes that he shouldn't be. But if he is, that the Occam's Razor example, like, something's going on or he wouldn't be getting those minutes. I mean, unless it is rookie mistakes by Willie Green, but that just doesn't make sense to me because you're not getting anything for Temple, so I'm not condoning Temple. I'm just saying, I'm I'm seeing on-the-court stuff with both Najee and uh, Trey that they don't necessarily – I'm not slamming the table being like, put him in.
3: I just don't want to see Garrett Temple guarding uh, Tyus Jones ever again. I don't want to that, see that was rough. That him was rough. guarding a point guard ever again as long as I live. Those days are over with. They should have never existed. Oh, he ain't oh, guarded a oh, point guard oh, since oh, LSU. Not, no more. Done. Or, or 6'9 Siakam.
2: Or, or Kevin Love. Or any other <laughs> nigga that he can. That nigga just raise up and splash over his ass. But I, I know you're trying to get out here. My last thing, I want to ask every something he said, like, you said that the, the organization don't oh, us no explanation. If you was like Rocky and you was driving 45 minutes an hour to every home game back and forth, or you was taking out your time and your money to actually go to Pelicans games and not just watching it on TV, would you feel different? Because that makes a difference, bro. That's
4: a good-ass question for Lauren. No no, no no disrespect to Rocky doing that and everything, and I I guarantee you they appreciate it, but that's, that's, that's... That's all of our choices to watch the game, to show up. You're right. But no team in the NBA is that damn transparent. I don't give a shit. You can't find me a team that is. So, and all of us play sports, so... Or most people play sports, they don't be telling everybody what's going on. If you choose to support the team, you choose to support the team, not the shit that's going on. Because you know why? Because here's the thing about the masses. The masses wanna know the truth, but the masses can't always handle the damn truth. So they they don't tell us the damn truth all the time because we don't we can't handle it. Think about Zion. They literally just Used to give yeah, us updates. Is, it's
2: two different situations. Wait, and no, no, hear, me out, hear me out though. Hear me out. We not actually like. Look, I think a lot of us is really over the shit with Zion and we talk. About
4: no, but what what I'm saying so is so hold on. What what I'm saying is the they used to give us updates all the time, and then what happened? Every time they give us update, or they're day late or hour late, it was just either spiraling into some negative shit, or get our host up and then drop it down. So they just stopped. They literally just stopped and just said, "All right, this nigga be back when he get back." For the most part, so that's the reason why they don't always tell the masses. And I understand um, any fan that travels and spend their hard earned money to the team, but if we really want to be honest, bro, bro's a rookie. He's not like somebody that's been proven. We 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 are thinking about the potential of him. I guarantee you. Willie is talking but to this. What? dude.
2: this fuck this fucking team ain't proven neither. So you like like what, like what is we talking about here? Like this ain't no fucking Utah team, no Bucks team, no no Golden State team that 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 already know who they are, that has this established coach that been doing this shit and has taken the team, you know what I mean, to to long no stretching the playoff. No, like everybody real talk, like is figuring it out, and everybody just. It's the whole point of, like, you fucking losing games anyway. Like, yes, you got B.I. who should be an all-star. Yes, you traded for another French all-star. And C.J., you got a hell of a bucket big man. That's a Sean Kemp and Shaq combination waiting in the wings. And you just waiting on that nigga to get healthy. But you are losing fucking team. And you've been a 30-win team. For literally like the past what four or five years since we swept Portland like what are we talking about here like I, I,
23: don't, I don't know Everett ever, ever. the reason the reason people kind of tripping is because usually in those situations that you're talking about there's enough information to figure things out there's enough information for us to be like ah, I think I know what's going on oh uh, yeah okay this happened before this had so Of course, no team is going to give us information. A lot of times the leaks come and you figure shit out. We can't figure this trade situation out. It don't make sense. It don't make sense from a logical reasoning perspective. And that's why I think people are really frustrated because it would make sense if we just knew 100%. He cussed out Willie Green in practice one and put a kick me on the back of his his shirt. And that's it. That's why he's in the, like We could understand if we had something tangible. We really don't have nothing. We're to the point now where we're, we're, we're investigating Najee's eyeballs, looking him off in, in, in a 30-point blowout to try to figure out, you know, uh, what's going on here. So I think that's why it's a different type of situation than the normal 32-team makeup Oh, they don't give the, the fans information. Like, we can figure shit out. We're not done. We have the spaces putting all this information out. We can figure stuff out. We can't figure out TM3 because ain't nothing there. Okay, hey,
3: you're right. Ain't got to be uh, Najee Marshall's. Uh, uncle <laughs> uh yo look let me let me get let me get shamit up here tyreek uh, junior oh god uh Schmidt, I'm pretty much gonna close with you man i mean I ain't gonna lie I mean, a good majority of this conversation has been we talked a little bit about CJ but it's mainly been Garrett Temple, Devontae Graham, and Trey Murphy
25: question mark. Um go ahead man <laughs> <It's
14: incredible. laughs> <Do you know? laughs>
25: yeah uh with regards to the team not telling you shit about zion and stop giving you updates that's because his stepdaddy and zion's team doesn't want the team to have updates the team don't know shit about him i mean if they knew they would be telling us they were supposed to give out updates like two weeks ago um that's been pushed off you know it's whenever zion and his team decide they want the world to know that's when everyone's gonna find out and it's been that way since zion was drafted David Griffin and them try to take the hard route when that first injury happened, that meniscus injury happened, they try to put the foot down and be like, No, you gotta start getting in shape. You gotta, you know, learn how to walk before you run and all that stuff. And then they got really pissed and he got really upset at the medical staff. And this shit's about to kick me off. So I'm gonna try to be quick about this. Um, they got pissed at the medical staff and then they start throwing their weight around about how they're gonna leave the team and they're gonna take the qualifying offer and all that. And now, you know, the toothpaste is out of the the tube. They can't they can't depend uh, he'll be back. No, he'll be back. He'll be
3: back. He'll be back. What's he'll be that? back. He'll be back. He, he. I told he. He has an Android man. He, he has a special kind of Android. Dude, it's like that he was about to
24: give like the number one information
23: on Earth about Zion, dog, and then the phone just went off. Well, he, he'll, he'll be back.
17: Hold
1: on, hold on. Hey, hey, Chris. What's up? Hey, I, I just wanted to let y'all know. Um, I think uh, some people took my comment. Um, about making love it it wasn't it wasn't a <laughs> literal comment y'all like, like I'm lg i'm lgbt but i'm not like christian it has a whole wife y'all stop come on that trips y'all it's just a comment Nobody. it's good but i mean look i'm gonna say some wild shit because i'm listen i'm unfiltered but it was just a comment, y'all. Stop stop taking it serious. It's not that Nobody, serious. Nobody,
3: man,
14: Rocky
1: no, we all, for the most part, we family. I done got, yeah, just... got some I didn't got some look little, 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 you, you little messages. It's not that serious, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> you I'm gay as a motherfucker. I don't give a fuck about none of that homophobic shit. I'm gay. <laughs> shout out to Polarian. Shout out to Rail. Um Team Um L. And if you know okay. what I mean, if you know, you know. But um, y'all, I'm I'm calmed down now. I made it home. Um, I'm very disappointed in the the total effort from the the coaching staff all the way down to the last player who touched the ball tonight, because the team put on a, a different clinic yesterday, and tonight they just came out very flat, unenthusiastic about trying to even attempt to get in a position to win the game. Nobody was concerned with rebounding. Nobody was concerned with hell. CJ had thirty points, didn't even shoot a damn three, which is which is great ball for him. Great, great, you know, uh, percentage wise, you know, shot selection, whatever. He made his points, but we didn't even really put up enough threes. We can't defend the three to save our soul. If any anything, my question is, what do y'all think should be done about the defensive side of? the the team not the players but the coaching staff somebody got to be drawing up some of the worst defensive plays positioning that I have seen and I have played basketball in the United States and in Italy that is terrible defense on the three-point we can't defend a three-point line and save our lives but I hope they leave all that negative energy in the Smoothie King Center Go and take that uh, COVID cleaner that they spraying around, and spray all that shit down, and get rid of it. Because Luca coming on Thursday, and I'm gonna be sitting courtside talking all the shit I can to him and to them trash ass refs that keep showing up to our games. But the team got to come out and put a better effort on the on the basketball court, and that that don't that don't necessarily equate to Gary Temple being trash and Devontae Graham not finding his shot right now. The team as a collective did not look good. The only person who really put in like one hundred percent from the the tip off to the to the finish till he got called to the bench was C J McCollum. He was the only person who was really active and trying to motivate his teammates to play. And I think this, and maybe y'all might want to you know consider this: Have we gotten to a point as a team where we, when we down and we losing or we getting our ass beat? that we simply are defeated and just don't even care or have the lack of concern at this stage of the season. Because in the beginning of the season, we fought back. We might have got our ass whooped, but we fought back. Lately, it's just been like, if we losing, we're just defeated. Okay, B.I. walking with his head down. He not getting no calls. Yeah, we know it. Um, I've said it several times to David Wesley and several other other, Jen Hill and all of them, maybe um, Coach might want to take a tech all take a fine stand up for your players because bi be getting beat the hell up out there and it does become listen they call, they call it momentum and then they call it what, what you call that when you lose the momentum and all that shit going on well if you continuously getting battered beat like a goddamn slave out there on the court then you're not gonna be in a happy space trying to play ball for the next 38 more minutes, if, it, you know, it's happening in a certain part of the game. The man getting beat up out there. Like, I watched Zion finger get broke last season. And I watched David Griffin barely talk about it until they found out that his foot, his finger was broke. Like, they don't stand up for their players. Like, I know a fine costs a lot of money. But, shit, I paid $3,600 to go to the game. I want somebody to take a fucking fine and address the officiating of the game because it's it's horrendous at this point. Like stand up for your players if you if, you know, Greg Popovich used to take um and I'm sorry if I'm talking a little bit. I'm I'm trying to get it, get it out, you know, my system for tonight. But Greg Popovich used to take that that little technical, you know, and and he, and he might you know, not say too much in the press conference, but he would take that little technical foul during a game and stand up for his players, Ginobili and all of them. We don't I have not seen that from a coach in the Pelicans locker room since Brian wait, Scott.
3: Wait, wait now Alvin Alvin used to Alvin
1: used Okay, you're right. You, yeah. you right. You you're right. You're right. You're right. I'm I am i am sorry I'll be trying to put him as furthest from my mind as possible. But yeah, he did. Um and that was pretty much it. Like nobody really stands up for the players getting beat. They are get, Brandon Ingram got beat so bad tonight, y'all, I think by the third quarter he was tired of getting hit. He, he just started saying, fuck it, and he was sitting over there rubbing on his ankle and shit. He had got beat so bad, his ankles was hurting. You know, and, and it's just, you know, listen, I love this team. Yeah, I drive an hour and 30 minutes. Now, 45 minutes. An hour and 30 to and from the game, every time I come to the game. And I don't miss a game unless I, I don't need to miss the game if somebody dies. I'll go to the funeral and go to the game later that night. I'm not even gonna lie to you. But to say that they owe us something. I, I I don't agree they owe us something because this is the NBA. Nobody's gonna tell you every tic tac and boom that's going on inside of the the inner dwellings of a team. We not we're not gonna find that out. I mean, coach is gonna be as respectful as as possible to his players before he worrying about what our feelings are on what's really going on with between him and TM three. The the thing is this: something is clearly going on because we can see it, and you know it's gonna show up just like when you get mad at your boo it's showing up on your face it's showing up on the, on the court you can see the 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 way Trey Murphy's sitting on a bench like just clueless loss you know like i mean what what do i really have to do to get some minutes i don't know what homie did but um after that first week of playing this season he's just been dnp's pretty much half the almost all the season but i'm still i'm still encouraged Mostly because we have C.J. McCollum, and that's veteran leadership. And even though they don't have the continuity right now collectively as a team, we have C.J. McCollum. So I'm gonna take my ass to sleep with the the, the happiness that C.J. McCollum had thirty points without a three point shot tonight, and we still have C.J. McCollum when I wake the fuck up tomorrow, and somebody who could play against Luca, who's gonna consistently take shots and just gonna battle regardless and CJ's been getting some some calls so maybe the refs will you know I don't wanna say nothing homophobic for y'all again so I'm gonna, I'm gonna just say maybe they'll be kind enough to give homie some some um some some free throws in that Lucas game <laughs> you know and and we can man just hope that there's a better I don't even care if we I do care if we lose, because I don't want to lose another fucking game. But, I mean, as long as we put in an effort. Tonight, I didn't see an effort. If if we lose and it's an effort, man, you went down swinging. But tonight, we went down sitting on the bench with our heads hung down. You know, we was defeated in the second quarter. I, I don't even think they came out the third quarter really with the, the intensity or the, the desire to really win that game tonight.
3: Well, so, Rocky, Rocky, I gotta be, I fair. be fair. I gotta be, I fair. Be, be fair because
8: you you talked about oh, CJ.
3: CJ, CJ made. If it was up to him, <laughs> if it was up to him, they would have come back in that game. And it was moments they kept getting around the same number. It was nine. It was ten. Then, then eleven. Then thirteen. Then back to ten. Then nine. Then eight. Well, Chris. Then ten. Then
1: th- Chris. Who yeah, was it? I'm listening. Who who was it though? Who
3: yeah, was doing it all? It, it was him. But look. But look, but look, they make a three, and, and, and listen. It was silly shit that, that would also happen. It just didn't go their way. It's like you know, you get the you get the floater that Devonte Graham hits that should have been that should have been an and one. They don't get it. You agree. gotta, you know, you like like you know what I'm saying? That's that's three points. You but got see, to play. that's
1: why I would have liked to, Chris. That's what I'm saying about the coaching staff and 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 you know the ability to to, to be like Greg Popovich. I mean, at that point, I would have liked to see Willie Green. Give a little bit of fire to his team and stand out there and say, Man, yeah, hey, that's a foul. And that's a that's a basket. That's you know, and one. Like stand out there and, and listen, David Wesley said he's not that type of person. But I'm gonna tell you something. If he doesn't develop that type of bag in, in his coaching bag, he ain't gonna be a coach long because the players, you can be as much of a players guy as you want, but you have to start standing up for your players. I hated that about um, Stan Van Gundy, he would get in the post-conference and say, well, uh, you know, it's just it just didn't go our way tonight. And, and then we have to do this and we have to... No, we have to start calling out these horrible-ass officiators who get out there and blow a whistle on one side of the court only. It is absolutely appalling as a... bat, not just a, a Pelicans fan, but as a basketball fan to see guys get brutalized on one side of the court and then certain players get the whistle and I mean shit. Um I know John didn't play tonight, but uh what that dude name is Bane, I think his last name was, or something like that. Um, yeah, anyways, yeah, he kept going to the free throw line before he fired out. Um, you know, and you got BI out there. I mean, I don't think Bane been in the league. I mean somebody correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think he been in the league as long as BI has.
3: No. No, okay, no. Okay, so why can't this get
1: this the same call? So I'm why can't BI get that call? You know, Bi, I got smacked so many times tonight. I was literally yelling at twenty nine. Damn, do you need contacts? Like, dude, you can't see that. I mean, it's right here, in your face. So, I mean, I just would like to see uh, some more passion from the coaching staff and standing. I seen Willie take one technical, technical, um, you know, from the from the, the officiators, officials, um, this season. And, and I, I, listen, I'm not asking dude to go out there and get $50,000, 75000 fines every week. I'm asking him to show a little bit of belief in his players when they're out there getting attacked. But, y'all, I, like I said, I'm going go to go to sleep tonight with the encouragement that C.J. McCollum is still here. He's going to be here when we get up tomorrow. And this thing will eventually turn around. Our team will one day get the dude with the broken toe back that we shall not speak of, and he going to put them 25 that we're accustomed to seeing him get back up on the on the, on the scoreboard. Until then, we're just going to try to keep it as optimistic as possible. Man, go Pelicans. Um, y'all, it was good talking to y'all as usual. Thanks for letting me speak out here, Chris. Um, I enjoy talking to y'all because, really, I'm a veteran with PTSD, and I really don't talk on, on a personal out-in-person in level. So thanks for giving me the space to be able to talk and share with y'all. You know, we all have one common goal to see our team win. And eventually those wins are coming. So we just got to stay encouraged by the the good things that we do see. And just hopefully, man, hopefully we can turn this thing around. If not this season, start off better next season. Good night, y'all. Y'all be blessed.
3: Appreciate you, Rocky. Uh, Schmidt. Uh, the people, the people have called you. Um, have called you back up the stage. They want to. Uh, they're nosy and messy, and they want to hear the rest of what you had to say, man.
25: I mean, the the rest of what I got to say is is Zion and his team. They're gonna do whatever they want to do, and the Pelicans are gonna find out about about it later. And whether that means he's getting another surgery, whether that means he's just gonna show up ready to play. I mean, I'm I, look. I'm exaggerating a little bit. I'm you know they'll they'll keep in touch and whatnot. But really, it's up to them and the decisions on them. And Mr. Mr. Lee Anderson, um, you know, someone might need to check where he got his uh, medical degree because uh, he's been doing some stuff that, that ain't so great, I would say. Um, and I think that's had a direct impact on whether Zion's been able to return to the floor and they have very strong opinions about Zion and his image and, and everything. And that's kind of been the issue with regards to everything Um related to his health uh, ever since he's walked in the league is why they hit the hamstring injuries, why he left the bubble and all of that. Uh, you know, they've got to maintain this image of Zion as a superhero. And it's also why you can't get anything out of their, their camp about um, what's going on with him right now. So uh, that's, that's the Zion stuff. I'm, I don't want to speak too much uh, on that. I'm sure at some point, all of these things are going to come out and people are going to be like, man, this, this person's uh, family is actually crazy. Um, but I think I think most of y'all have already kind of like pieced that together by now. But with regards to Trey and and Willie and all them, um, you know, Willie's a rookie head coach and, and, you know, rookie head coaches, I think, take some time to find their footing around vets, uh, find their footing around rookies. And they they have to take in a lot of things into consideration with regards to how do you balance the locker room? How do you keep everyone happy? And it's easy to kind of get like, I don't want to say pushed around by the vets, but it's easier to kind of give in to them and and realize, be like, oh, man, these guys have been in the league for a while. I don't want to let them down. I don't want to lose them. I don't want to, like, you know, break Devontae in, in the midst of his worst uh, streak and send him to the bench. You might think it's a punishment. I might push him down the hole further. Um, you know, I don't want to, the you know, give up on my golf partner um, and bench him completely. I, he's, I'm not saying he's a real golf partner. That's a joke. Please don't quote that and report that. Uh, um, but, you know, I think the the trick with him is realizing like, hey, these people are really not going to be part of the organization in the role that you're playing him, uh, them uh, at the moment. And so he's got to move on. And if there's an issue uh, that he has betrayed with, with regards to his attitude, he's got to get over it. It's, you know, if, if young kids, they're going to be cocky. They're going to they're going to want to they care about things like Instagram. They care about their fits. They care about, you know, all these other things. They're learning. That's why you got Garrett Temple. That's why you hired Willie Green to connect with these young kids. um You know, that's why CJ is here now. He's got to get over it. You know, I don't I don't I don't want to hear anything from the organization with regards to Trey's attitude. You hear about Antonio Daniels all the time talking about how. Um awesome Trey has been a practice knowing that his time's gonna come and you know he's just like trying to be a basketball sponge. So I trust A D on this. Um and so if if someone or multiple people on the coaching staff or whatever got beef with however Trey's acting, they need to get over it. That that that's that's just it. Otherwise, you know, you're not gonna reach I, I know a lot of you on here um are coaches or are educators and stuff. You know you're not gonna reach kids uh if you continue to um I think it's a punishment. I think if you continue to punish them and not reach out to them and not show them a pathway, uh, here's what you got to do to improve. Here's what we're giving you. Here's a level of trust that we have. And then, you know, if, if you, you mess up, then here's what you have to correct. But like, you know, if you continue to play a guy and if you're Trey Murphy and you're watching Garrett Temple play and you're watching him make mistakes, you're watching him pass up corner threes. you're watching him turn it over. You're watching him foul three point shooters, all these things. What are you actually learning from this? That you haven't earned it? I, I, I just, you know, I don't, I do not believe in that philosophy. I think if you have a legitimate basketball reason not to play him, sure. But at this point, there is no legitimate basketball reason. I certainly haven't heard any legitimate basketball reason. I've heard there's nothing to do with his basketball. Um, and when you have Garrett Temple and you've been scored outscored by 310 points on the season with him on the floor you cannot continue down that route. That's just something the organization's got to get over. And I think part of why, like, Griff's not saying anything about it is because he has this image league-wide where he's nosy and he's messy and he's trying to get that image clean. Um, and, and you know, I think part's part of why you hire Willie. You got to let your coach coach. And um, I'm sure there's dialogue about it, but, like, you know, you can't come in there and be like, I'm the president of basketball operations. You got to play my dude. Um, if he if, if really wanted to make that change, he should have traded Temple or not traded for him and given him that deal. Um, so, you know, they're going to figure out, Griffin, Willie, Green are going to figure out their dynamic, um, you know, if, if both of them stick around. Uh, if one of them, you know, if Willie sticks around and ends up being Trajan or whatever, they're going to figure it out. That's going to be a process. And, and Willie's going to find his voice, especially, you know, like I think uh, Rocky was talking about, like getting technicals, yelling at the refs and stuff. Again, he's, he's a rookie. He's going to find out what buttons to push what, you know, what he needs to do. Um, you know, maybe there is a night where he needs to get ejected and that fires his team up. He'll figure it out. He's probably going to have a long career ahead of him. Um, you know, he's a, he's an extremely smart individual. And I think like he's earned, definitely earned, um, our, you know, benefit of the doubt. I think he's earned our trust, especially the way he's, he's rallying. And I think he's earned, um, kind of this grace where he's allowed to make mistakes and, and grow out of it. Hopefully he can show that same grace to, to Trey and and other young players that, you know, enter the organization that may not come in being as ready as professional as Herb Jones, um, you know, just being strictly all about basketball or, you know, may have, or be like Jose, you know, um, I, hopefully he can understand that today's kids are a little bit different. And when you got to win basketball games, you got to win basketball games. You have to put your, best players out on the floor and certainly you have to take your worst players off the floor. So I think it's going to be a little bit of a process. Um, I'm hoping, you know, the Zion situation is optimistic uh, going forward, but honestly, I think anyone telling you about anything Zion related is probably making stuff up, you know, like people talking about whether he's in town or not, like nobody knows. (laughs) Let's be real. I mean, you have the, the president of of basketball operations talking about anecdotal, like, Come on, which organization does not have a firsthand account uh, of of their superstar? I mean, this is this isn't some Derrick Rose situation when he was with the Knicks and he disappeared and no one knew where he was for like two days or whatever. You know, like this is Zion Williamson and. Look, they, Whenever they, him and his camp, decide to come forward with that stuff, we'll figure. We'll hear about it. And there's probably a lot of stuff that we're not going to hear about. And and I think this is going to be one of those things where, like, you know, if if Griff ends up getting fired one day, um, it's going to be really messy and things will come out. Or like, you know, if if Zion gets traded or he requests out or whatever, things are going to be really messy. But I suspect, you know, by this summer, um, you know, some of the i the reporters around here will have. Worked up enough of, um, enough sources, enough evidence that they can actually go on record about this stuff. Cause, like, you know, you hear about a lot of things and you can't, you can't just come forward with it if you, if you don't have it right. Otherwise, it's just gossip. You turn to TMZ and it's very easy to be like, oh, he didn't do it. No, I didn't do this. This is, this is bullshit. So, um, you know, when, when people have the stuff, I'm sure all that stuff will come forward too. Y'all,
3: y'all got what y'all wanted. All right. (laughs) <laughs> um, before before we close out, man, one thing I you know I will you know I would like to request, guys. Let's let's um, can we stop using like Popovich as like the as like the example when we talking about Willie? You like like you know what I'm saying? Like I I I, I get like the goal right, but Pop like one of the best coaches of all time. Like you can't like Willie. This is year one for Willie as a you know as a head coach. Pop. Pop, you know with Pop, year 2, year 3 was on his way to being fired, man. Like like that's, you know, a reality. He was on his way to being to being fired um before, you know, they just just so happened to have, you know, a Hall of Famer that was soon, well was soon about to be a Hall of Famer and Tim Duncan and Antonio Davis was, was actually on that team and David Robinson, you know, end up helping them win a championship. But the point is that like he had to find out who he was, right? It wasn't always easy, you know, easy for even him. It took like we we see the pop that we see now over the years, but you know, that man looked a lot different when he was starting early on. You know what I mean? So, um we gotta um we gotta remember how how Monty looked, right? You know, in his in his early years with New Orleans, it's totally different from the man that we know of that we talk to today. So I mean, um, it's, it's going to be I mean every every mention the uh, the um, it's going to be growing pains and all that shit and but I think it's fair on on East Side to you know to still point at the mistakes that we see the things that don't make sense I mean you can still hold somebody you know accountable you know while saying that they're growing or while saying that there's a you know that there's um you know you can still say all right I love what Willie's doing or I love what he's done but I don't get this this could be like you know it doesn't all have to be good like they this balance that should be involved one way or another so let's just not compare this man to Greg Popovich every chance we can. <laughs> and, and Rocky I knew you meant well so that, that's not a shot at you but it was like three people that compared him to, to, to Pop I'm like what are we doing like damn he, he he ain't got to the all-star break yet you know but
4: hey hey Chris can we can we get one more request too because is a lot of the beat writers for the Pelicans are gracious enough to grace us with their presence and like we get AD and stuff like that in here and this may be outside of my lane but when they share stuff with us because they are taking their time, they're not always, like... And then people right after the spaces go tweet it out like it was facts. So like, bro, like, no, man, they were just talking. And then they go out, and, and I was just like, yo... That, I think it happened, like, a couple of weeks ago. And I was just like, why are people always snitch in the moment you tell them something? Like, man, I ain't gonna say what happens in spaces stays in spaces, but sometimes... Y'all don't need to be just running out tweeting stuff just people, because people, they came yes. in here
3: and said something. People going to do that shit regardless, man. Even I can't. You know what I mean? I, I can come out right
4: now. And,
23: and what are we it, hiding man? it for? What, what are we hiding? What are we hiding?
3: I mean, it is what it is, man. This
23: is pro basketball. It's a big time pro sports, man. You got to act like that. So it just is what it is. As we find this information, <laughs> absorb it. It hit me, and I'm absorbing it right now.
25: Well, well, one thing I'll say is that, you know, you guys are talking about whether the team owes you something or not. Um, you know, I think, I think sports teams as, as a whole do have an obligation to the fan, to the fans and the city. Uh, and first of all, the obligation comes in like the form of like just putting a good product out there because like if people are going to invest money in your team and your product and time and all of that, then, you know, you owe it to them to to have a return on that investment. And so when the, when the winning is not happening, um, you know, your obligation to the fans comes from a cultural standpoint and they do their, you know, they do the right things with their, their community, um, service stuff, you know, like the, the events they do for, for all different kinds of things. But the other portion of that is, you know, allowing, um, media and using other channels to kind of like tell the story of your players, because that's where you're, you're building buy-in with the fans. You're building that trust that, that sort of, um, that relationship that's going to get them through the losing, that's going to get them continued to be invested, and you're creating fans for the future. If you're if you're opening up this sort of like storytelling and just access to the players, and what COVID's kind of done is allowed teams to remove a lot of that access. You know, first of all, when when it was happening, it was completely Zoom, and no one was even in the buildings. Um, that that allows the team to have an undue amount of control over who can say what. Um, who gets to be in front of the camera who, who even gets to have access to the link and then now um it's still it's still limited because there's no no one going in any of the locker rooms no one's able to like you know like when i first started covering the pelicans um you just entered the locker room like post game and obviously there'd be like a couple players made available to you uh like officially via the media but you know like ian clark will be over there putting his shoes on you can go talk to him. It's like you just, just go talk to him, be like, "Hey, man, like, how was your weekend? And what do you think about this?" You got a couple minutes to, like, you know, mind if I ask you questions, um, and that kind of stuff, like those kind of like interactions, and then the ability to like build relationship with the players, that stuff is like completely gone, and it makes like the professionals' jobs harder, uh, and then it makes like you know, like, uh, it just makes everyone's job harder, and and it allows the team to have a great amount of control, um, over over what people hear, and so I think. I don't think it's a good thing for the NBA. I think this is uh, a league that is driven by fans. It's driven. I mean, that's why there's multi-billion dollar cable deals um, because you're anticipating ad revenue because there's going to be eyeballs on the product. And if you want to keep fans invested, you got to give the the media the ability to do their jobs. And I'm not, I'm not a professional journalist, but I can, I can tell you like guys like Andrew and Christian and will, you know, they work their ass off and, and this is just making, their job harder for them. And it makes, I don't know, it just, it just allows a lot of vulnerability in terms of like the team can tell you one thing and it, maybe it's true, maybe it's not, but like, that's all you have. You have no way to kind of like do your due diligence. And it kind of like, I don't want to say it, like creates this state control media type of thing, but it, it that's, that's kind of the path to go down.
3: Yeah. Y'all y'all done. <laughs> hey, does, does anybody does anybody else have a question uh, for uh, No man, for I
2: just want to ask him if he can unblock me, bro. <laughs> hey come on, bro. Oh yeah, I got you. Appreciate
3: it. I was wondering how that works. Like, like, like you can you can you can hear people in the spaces even if they have you blocked, or or if you have them.
2: blocked Yeah, I, 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 I can, I can... yeah
3: it gives you a message like a person you got blocked to speaking or something like that. Oh, so it turns him into a robot, basically. So you don't even know who the fuck it is.
25: No, I I, I heard it. It's good. No, you oh, good. Okay. You should be good.
3: See, look, man, repairing repairing relationships one one at a time. That's what we do here, man. Um, <laughs> oh,
2: Bye, Papa. Good night.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
14: Twelve, yeah, twelve thirty. Uh,
3: y'all, look, th- look. First of all, I, I want my goddamn credit. The last the last spaces was like two hours. The one before that was like two and a half hours. I'm working uh damn near quarter shifts for y'all, man. All right.
2: You, I mean, you, you, deserve, you deserve your flowers, but next time you win the city, a drink um, on me. Believe that.
3: I bet. You, I. I, I, I I'm gonna a... hold you to that. Uh Okay. Bet, Jesse, you in here too? Yeah. Uh, you. You too. Bring your guitar, man. We're gonna we're gonna have a party. Um. All right. I'm getting the fuck out of here. Uh. I'll probably see y'all Thursday. Ain't no. Ain't no guarantee, but more than likely, i I'll, I'll see y'all Thursday. Otherwise, peace out, Schmidt. Appreciate you pulling up, man, giving that news. Everybody going to talk about that and probably tweet about it, and you're going to get a bunch of mentions and DMs. But that's cool. I'll at y'all. Till next time. Sports Drink, we out.